to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Do, Do not, not adjust, adjust your computer, computer screen. screen. It's your, your mind we're changing. Stories set to a theme. Think outside. Universe box. Oh, hurry up, man. Boss is coming in. Dude, almost got it. Hey, guys. Finished testing that game yet? I've got another one I need designed. We just finished level three and need to tighten up the graphics a little bit. Great. Hey, I can't believe we got jobs doing this. I know. And my mom said I would never get anywhere with these games. Call Westwood College online, 800-914-8582. That's 914-8582. Call now. From the heavens to your ears, this is Universe Box, and suck it up, Mom and Dad, we're leaving the nest. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we're back for another wonderful episode uh, here recording live, as we always live, do. Live, live, live! Uh, Thursday nights at 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. We have our chatters here. So uh, many chatters. Yeah, I looks love like it. A, they're talking uh, job interviews, Dragon, Dragon Con, Con, all sorts of business, all sorts of fun stuff. So I uh, thank you guys for coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, glad to see you there. And, uh, Monica and Hope and Elizabeth and Michael. Angel and, and Muster. And I know Bobby's on his way. Apparently mm-hmm. um, his computer went into update mode. Oh, that's yeah. never a good sign. That's never a good sign nice. at all. At all. But uh, we, we, we do have a, a jam-packed episode. It's going to be a, a big, long episode. Yes. <laughs> as so, been going uh, lately, but we do have a couple of things we wanted to discuss with you first. Anne Marie, uh, you want to go ahead and uh, tell them for sure. Okay, first off, we you may have heard us talk about this before, but coming up in a few weeks, months, years, no months, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing a leftovers episode, which is basically going to be all about you guys. If you have feedback on any episode we've done so far, but you haven't gotten it in on time because, well, life happens or mm-hmm. you it missed does. it, stuff like that, send it in now and say, this is for leftovers. And we will totally put it on that episode. It's mm-hmm. going to be basically a feedback episode of who thought this about Harry Potter. This is what home means to me. Look at me eat all these cookies. <laughs> that is what we're looking for. Make it fun. Make it entertaining. Or, you know, just give us a little quip and a quabble. Yeah, and uh, just just send that over to universeboxshow at gmail.com or uh, leave a voicemail, 424-274-2352. You can also find a listing of every episode we've done so far at uh, universebox.com slash category slash show. And, uh, Emery, there was one other yes, uh, little piece of Yes, I was waiting business. for you to stop talking. All right, also, coming up in a few weeks, for real, a few weeks, we are doing an episode on chocolate drool. Give mm. me the chocolate, please. Everybody but loves chocolate. Everybody loves chocolate. And if you don't, you're not my friend anymore. But for this chocolate episode, we want to do something similar to what we did with the coffee and do a taste test. But we need your help. We want to do a taste test of all sorts of chocolates from all over the place. I know mm-hmm. we have some international listeners. We've got listeners from all over the United States. Buy us a little piece of chocolate and shove it in the mail to our P.O. Box at P.O. Box 608-351, Orlando, Florida, 32860. 
and have it here by September 14th mm-hmm. so that on September 15th I can gorge myself with your chocolate. And and me too. Man. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll give him a little – I'll give him the crumbs. Even though it's not technically on my diet. Yes. I, I, I will say that some people in the chat room I, are saying that they're having some issues getting the video to load. Uh, you might just want to refresh yep. and you might need to sign back into the chat room again. Sorry. I think it has to do with the fact that YouTube has started a new streaming thing. Ah. So uh, there, there's probably some hiccups, a little bit of uh, you know growing pains for them. There's that and there's also been a weird CAPTCHA problem. Lately. Oh, has there? Yeah, there's like a new captcha that sometimes takes over the world. Uh, but it's cool if you refresh, you'll be fine. Yeah, so, definitely. yes, send me chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, long story short, send, send us chocolate. chocolate. Yes. Okay, so, Anne-Marie, I guess we should go ahead and find out what's in the box what's this week. Box? What is in the box? I have no idea. I know we're leaving the nest. I know that we can learn video games. College. Yes, this week we're talking about college. Uh, first, we'll uh, watch the classic film Goodwill Hunting in the Wonder Box. Uh, we'll dig out some old college keepsakes in the memory box. Uh, next, we'll put a quarter in the phone box to talk to Jason George about our time at West Liberty State College. We'll pull a card from the recipe box to concoct some dorm cuisine. And finally, we'll, we'll pull out some questions you submitted through the idea box, uh, which uh, is always a good time. Always fun. And we, we let you guys answer those questions in the chat room, too. Uh, yeah, uh, just a fair warning. Don't mind warning, me as the, I move in my paraphernalia. The, the phone box conversation went pretty long. It's long. So uh, we're, we're going to be in the chat room for that. And uh, there are some points where we kind of like hedge around uh, the stories that we tell in the uh, phone box. If you're in the chat room, you'll get the full scoop. Just teasing it. You might get some more little details. Yeah, yeah. There's a good reason to stick around there uh, because the chat room isn't logged. No. So the chat room's fine. <laughs> okay, so I guess we should go ahead and get into our first box, the Wonder Box. The Wonder Box. Yes. Yeah, so so uh, now it's time to if uh, to find out if we'll rediscover the wonder we felt uh, from our favorite movies and TV shows in the, the Wonder, wonder Box. box. Uh, so it's time to start a brawl in Boston <laughs> as we dissect Goodwill Hunting. How do you like them apples? Apples. Apples. How do you like them apples? I got our number. I got a number. Yeah. And uh, by the way, since it, it, it is the college episode, uh, we decided we needed to uh, drink. drink some beers, so uh, we're have, having some beers here. These are significantly higher quality than what we actually drank in college. Mm-hmm. If we were doing this properly, this would be Natty Ice, <laughs> Ice House, Beast, mm-hmm. or Mad Dog and Boons. I, 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 I think we, I also used to drink a lot of uh, Miller High Life. <gasps> Because oh, no. they they had the the tall yeah. boys. I did I did not support the high had. life. I did not support the high life. I also mm. did not support the cold homes, ice right. house, bad news bears. Okay, so anyway, uh, why don't you go ahead and get us started with a rhyming uh, movie summary, plot summary here? For sure. <laughs> Now for a tale of two boys from Southie. Sean's an old shrink. Will's smart, but he's mouthy. There are two men whose lives are ruled by excuses. Their lives both were rocked by stunning abuses. But together they'll end their emotional stunting in the 1997 classic, Goodwill Hunting. There's not that many words that rhyme with uh, no, hunting. I was I impressed was surprised. with stunting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seemed to fit pretty well. So, uh, Amory, what did you uh, just overall? What did you think of Goodwill Hunting? And I see that uh, Hope has never seen it. Well, <gasps> it, we're going to be spoilery. Sorry. Yeah. So enjoy. Kind of have to be. Oh, PBR, no. <laughs> um, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this was an enjoyable way to spend my morning today. Mm. Because <laughs> Bill just shrunk six inches. <laughs> um, I absolutely loved it, and. 
it was entertaining, but it was also a little challenging to the head, mm-hmm. which was exactly what I like. Yeah. It was just challenging enough not to, you know, mm-hmm. make me want to turn it off. Yeah. And as for me, like a general summary, I, I really enjoyed it too. Like I had seen it uh, when I was younger mm-hmm. and it really – I, I, I'll get into the story here in a little bit, but it, it really kind of affected my life concerning college. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of appropriate in that way. But it, it kind of hit me in a whole different way when I watched it earlier today. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. With very kind of like current and relevant to what's going on in my life right now too. Interesting. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. You're not driving to California, are you? No, no. Okay, I'm that's all not. I, I'm not. I, 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 I haven't met many driver and uh, See, then rejected her. See, if you met driver, that'd be understandable. <laughs> I like her. You know, if, if he had had a slightly smaller car, he would have needed a mini driver to uh, drive it. But um bum but um bum go to your first point please okay uh, my first point here uh, one thing and i it was a very subtle thing but i think it really said a lot about the the quality of the script overall mm-hmm. uh by uh, ben affleck and matt damon they wrote it it was uh, Dr. Lambeau's uh, TA, his teacher's assistant, because he has this whole little arc through the whole movie, and he's just like the side character you want to... You, you, you know, at first don't think is anything. Yeah, and you, you would miss it if you weren't paying atten- strict attention, mm-hmm. but uh, basically, you see him as the, the disrespected toady at the beginning, where mm-hmm. none of the students will listen to him or anything. They all walked out. Uh, then you watch him kind of stew in the background with jealousy as Lambeau sort of warms to Will and takes him under his wing and everything. And Tries then finally, to. finally, he defends will uh to some of the other mathematicians mm-hmm. uh as uh, you know it defends uh will to them because they're kind of doubting him and everything mm-hmm. and, and then he finally uh be, kind of befriends will and he's like dude you're wasting a really good opportunity here dr lambo loves you and he has a good reason to so he kind of eventually you know just working in the background comes around to mm-hmm. support will uh, you know, uh, he he finally gets over his own ego, uh, his own jealousy right. uh, to see what Lambo sees in him, which is kind of cool. And mm-hmm. it's just one example of the fully fleshed out arcs that every character in this movie gets. Yeah. Uh, except for maybe the mini driver character. And uh, really? well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to, I don't don't think I've made any notes, but I kind of I, I, I didn't like that whole side, side plot. I mean, I, I know why it was there for the story. But I, I thought she was just kind of bland. She was a really? little bland to me. Yeah, I thought so. Huh. I thought so. I yeah. liked her. Fair, fair, fair is fair. Fair is fair. But, uh, you know, it's just one of, the, one of the many reasons why this was such a great script. And obviously, you know, Oscar winning and everything else. Yes. Oh, and a n- Knight RAF is in the chat. Woo-hoo! Hello, Knight RAF. He's up hacking, hacking for Italy. Yeah, but I, I mean, we can talk about Mini Driver if you want to. All right, let's talk second. about Mini Driver for a second then. Yeah, I don't know. I j- it just, she, she felt kind of ancillary. To everything like I, I mean there was that one scene when she was like they were all at the bar with uh affleck yeah, the yeah, affleck yeah. the friends yeah yeah and i i thought she was kind of engaging in that but i i think it was really like that fight scene where he w- he was like trying to push her away and she she was like because it, she knew he was he lying was like, to he her was like, he was like pounding on the wall and like almost getting abusive and she was like no baby come on no no there was no 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 (laughs) it was a bit like that it It was a bit like that no i think we watched a slightly different movie with that i'm just saying that that you know like the the wall punch and stuff like it it it, it felt like she should have been like okay all right dude get out of my apartment but i mean at the same time i can understand how that character would react like that also, also, what function that character had in the story. She was calling him on his stuff. Mm-hmm. She was calling him on all of his lies and going, no, yeah. please open up to me. That's what I'm here for. That's what I want mm-hmm. you.
you to do? Like, see, I, I she did... was trying to give him that person, that comfort, that love that he's never had because he's mm. a orphan. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I did think it was a really interesting choice that they never like show him at the end of the movie. They never show him make it to San Francisco to right. see if like she would. Because, I mean, that's kind of a question mm-hmm. left up in the air. Would she take him back after that very harsh rejection that he, he dealt with? Right. You know, but I, I, I think if nothing else, I, I think, you know, kind of the message of seeing the car yeah. uh, driving during the credits was even if that did happen, if it didn't work out, that he's still kind of going off and embracing life, which right. is kind of the, kind also, of the point of the movie. Also, how is he driving that car from Boston to San Francisco? Well, they said it had a good engine. Yeah, it didn't have a good engine. It had red paint. <laughs> on it like (laughs) that was crazy okay i love because this is a college episode how many crazy classic college moments you really had Mm -hmm. in this okay the payment plan for the double cheeseburger and then throwing it at him that highly entertained me because i feel like i totally did something like that to people (laughs) or they did it to me the Mm -hmm. big lecture hall with the chalkboards and the moving like i didn't have any of those classes Mm -hmm. but my mom taught in one of those like there was there was stuff like that i played on the chalkboards i didn't (laughs) take those classes skylar and will's date at the toy slash joke shop followed by the diner and the adorable first kiss Mm -hmm. that was cute that was fun um, him sneaking into her dorm to ask her out. <laughs> and then when she says she can't because she's working on something, he just solves it so that she has no reason not to go out. I love that. Yeah. You, you know, I, I thought it was interesting that he was kind of hiding how smart he was from her too, like he was with the Southie boys. Like He didn't, like, he didn't hide it from them. They mm-hmm. knew. Mm-hmm. But they had no way to help him yeah, or anything like that. Like, I mean, there was that whole exchange with Affleck at the end where he's like, no. Mm-hmm. If you're still here in X amount of years, I'm going to be pissed. Well, I, I kind of felt like Affleck Affleck was the closest to him, so yeah. he really understood it. But he never really let that intellectual side of himself come out when he was hanging out with the group, you know? Well, would you? I mean, that's – well, you don't like, always let that like side I, of you out. I, I definitely identified with that because, you know, I, I, I used to run around with some not-so-intellectual people. And yeah, yeah, it, it was very much like, you know, if, if you if you drop some knowledge around people who didn't have that knowledge, like mm-hmm. they, they a, lot, a lot of the times, you know, the, the whole group would like turn against you. Like you, you were the person who was dumb in the situation. Right. You were actually trying to teach them something. Right. Um, my brother did that, actually. He mm. fought off bullies that way. Oh, really? When he was middle school, maybe, maybe like fifth grade, it was like him at the pool and there was like these four, like the popular guys came up to him and he's like, you and your whole entourage need to blah, 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 blah. And they just sort of were like, and walked away because <laughs> they were like, I don't know what an entourage. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. Side note. Okay. Um, introducing her to his friends, even though he doesn't want to and she fits right in. Like that sort of kind of happens. Like you don't it doesn't always happen mm-hmm. but you never know that this person's going to fit into your life in that way until you actually like let them yeah um we'll see him sending uh affleck on the interview <laughs> oh that was the affleck's best scene in the movie that was hilarious that was that was the affleck you know now mm-hmm. that was that guy well I, I think i wrote down in my notebook like uh, this is like the big bombastic comedic affleck i haven't seen this guy in years it was mm-hmm. nice to see him again and you won't be seeing him again in years oh, i know um, unless batman takes a really weird turn you're gonna somewhere. take a really <laughs> weird turn yeah uh come to california i don't love you like the the internal struggle, really, of whether you want to follow that college sweetheart, but you don't want to, but you do want to, and mm-hmm. you don't want to rely on that. Like, that whole situation, like, and her even saying, like, I've been here four years and I just now found you. It's like, well, at least you found me. Like, yeah. there was that whole 
college love thing and sometimes it goes this way sometimes it goes that way mm-hmm. um and sometimes it just takes your best friend to tell you to stop being a jerk basically when Affleck was like my happiest time is when I think you're not going to be there mm-hmm. which was his worst acted scene <laughs> when he was pretend- when he wasn't there like the Affleck realization yeah. that he was gone I, I, I thought that was that was a really interesting uh, thing too that it took kind, kind of a Will's because that was Will's comfort that was his his like comfortable situation where he didn't have to he didn't have to challenge himself he didn't right. have to work hard I and he he was told basically by you know the guy who he was closest to in that situation mm-hmm. no we don't want you here we want you gone right for, for, for your betterment so I, I thought I thought it was a very interesting scene here yeah um yeah a lot of uh because Robin Williams obviously he plays a uh, Doctor Sean McGuire in the movie <sighs> sad face and a lot lots of uh positive vibes uh for Rip Wal- Robin Williams in the chat room for sure mm-hmm. uh yeah uh, let's see here anything else fun oh I mean there's lots of discussion in the chat room. Mm-hmm. FYI. Always is. Always, always. is. Uh, more than usual. I like it. Okay, so I'll go ahead and get to my next point then. Okay, so the why shouldn't I work for the NSA speech? Was amazing. Uh, actually, uh, no? this is this is trivia, and this is a bit storytelling on my part. Storytelling. Actually, part of the reason I ended up going to West Liberty and Woo! going to going back to college, because uh, and and you'll hear about this more in our phone box. But uh, well, f- first of all, uh, the speech is basically Will arguing that he can't work for the NSA because cracking a simple code uh, would mean hurting a lot of other people. People and hurting people he cared about, like by proxy, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I and uh, so I, I went to uh, UCLA for a bit, and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I came back, and I was going to go into the army, after, which is ridiculous if you know Bill at all. Yeah, yeah, because the thing is, I'm a pacifist. Mm-hmm. But I I scored really super high on my ASVAB. I got almost a perfect score on my ASVAB. So I was going to be like a, a computer technician or something. So I kind of justified it. Well, I won't be hurting anybody. I won't be infantry out there killing anybody or anything. Uh, so I, I kind of justified it uh, in my mind that way that I could still like maintain that pacifist credo. Mm-hmm. But then I watched this movie <laughs> and this that monologue made me see that being sort of being a cog in the machine makes you complicit in what the machine does. So, it, you know, it was a powerful speech that mm-hmm. I, I might not have gone to college if I hadn't heard. So just just throwing that out there. It was, it was really a good speech because mm-hmm. uh, it's been a very long time since I see it. It's like I probably haven't seen it since a few years after it came out, which is almost 20 years ago. There you go. Think <laughs> wow. About Think about that one for a minute. Yeah. Um. And I was just like, that's really good. And it's really powerful. And you go, yes, yes, this is the butterfly effect in a crazy way. So, mm. yeah, it was a really good speech. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of uh, people floating out other college movies in the chat room. Oh, Animal yeah. House, PCU. Uh, I'm, I'm sh- I don't know if Old School was mentioned. That, uh, these are all oh, ones yeah. we considered. Uh, Dead Man on Campus was one I, I threw out there. I, I love that Sorority movie. Sorority Boys. Sorority Boys was the one we were going to do. But. Yes, don't mind me. Um, okay, let's see my next one. Okay, I love how he cares, but he doesn't care about his work because it's just so easy for him. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's like, no, you're not living up to your potential. I'm like, it takes him five minutes to do what it's taking you people years to do. He doesn't care if he burns the paper. He'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Like, he looked at you he like... He has it were, up here. Yeah, it was like you're a toddler, basically. Why can't you figure this out? You're smart and doesn't want to explain it. And it's just crazy, like, how... I mean, you, that's sort of how life is. Like mm-hmm. everybody's good at their their one or two things. You you have what comes to you naturally. Like 
I don't shut up. So that just comes to me. I just talk. Uh, Bill, crazy smart editing guy and computers and like, well, he's got everything. I can't function. But like this guy just, it, it wasn't, he didn't understand why people weren't getting it because it was just something that came to him. Mm-hmm. And that was really neat. I don't know. I think it's fun. Like to him, he wasn't wasting his potential. He was just living his life. And this was just a side note. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think, I think in a lot of ways, it, the fact that he was so much smarter than everyone else around him functioned as, as a bit of an excuse for him. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 it was an excuse for him not to try harder and not to be better. Like, right. I mean, obviously he was very self-motivated and everything, mm-hmm. but he, he, he knew that and he knew he didn't have, he, he did it for the love of it. He didn't right. do it because it, there, there was no pressure right. for it. And, I don't and, think he wanted the pressure. Mm-hmm. That's why he stuck with the Southeast. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, so uh, the the classic bar scene that we referenced uh, earlier. Yes. The how do you like them apples scene, or, or in the Goodwill Hunting Two Hunting uh-huh. Season clip from James Silent Bob Strike Back, where they with the gun and stuff. I, if you guys have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I thought I thought it was kind of interesting in comparison to some conversations he has with Doctor McGuire later on. Mm-hmm. So, well, there's this jerk in the bar, and he comes up to Mini Driver or Ben Affleck when he's yeah. hitting on Mini Driver. And uh, kind of calls Ben Affleck out on uh, – I forget the character's name. I don't know. His name's Ben Affleck. Yeah, his name uh, is Ben Affleck. I don't ever <laughs> – most of the characters, I just wrote the actor's name because I was like <laughs> – Yeah, but he's hit, hitting on Minnie Driver who's a college student by try, pretending to be a college student. Yeah. And and this guy comes out and calls him out on it and he starts like quoting like a disestablished terriminism and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And uh, so uh, Will expresses uh, – you know, Will steps in and he expresses – is that that dweeb is unoriginal because he's read a lot but can't come up with his own original ideas or thoughts. Mm. He's just kind of regurgitating what he's heard in the books. And then Dr. McGuire, when uh, he starts interacting with Will later on, brings up a similar point. He says uh, that all Will has ever done is read and he's never mm-hmm. experienced the world. Uh, but I think both points are valid. And uh, I, I think the kind of point they were trying to make was that in order to achieve uh, true originality, one has to synthesize Everything they know, both in you know book learning learning terms mm-hmm. and in life experience. I I think Will was projecting his own insecurities onto the bar guy, and that McGuire helped him identify them. Okay, yeah, it, that, that's okay. kind of what I took away from it. I mean, I like I, it. I, I'd love to hear anyone else's opinions too in the chat room for sure. Interesting. They're still baffled at the fact that you <laughs> almost went to there. Oh look, I skipped a point. You did. Do you have your notebook over there? I do. Um, we only had three. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Here, I'll do the the point that I have there and then I'll do a quick bits for the last one. All right, let's see. When the professor professor oh, yes, this. Okay. So when whatever the professor dude's name is and Sean are discussing all the opportunities for Will and the the discussion of Lambows. Yeah, Lambow, that guy. Mm-hmm. Of direction versus manipulation. I loved that. Mm-hmm. I loved the idea of the direction versus the manipulation. And I think it's very similar to nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. And basically, how much should you be involved in the molding of another person? Yeah. Like, basically, how much do you just give them the stuff and let them figure it out? And how much do you go, no, no, go over here, children. Do this. Mm -hmm. Try this. Like, as a parent, it's very much that sort of a struggle, whether it's direction or manipulation. And how much do you listen to them? And how much do you listen to yourself? And how Mm -hmm. much do you listen to all, you know, all ghosts past? So it's, I loved that whole 
idea and thing. Yeah, and I mean, you could definitely make the argument that uh, the conflict uh, between the philosophies of Lambeau mm-hmm. and uh, Maguire were, is kind of like the major conflict mm-hmm. of the movie. Right. And it's what's kind of pulling Will in two different directions. Right. But uh, yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. Yeah, good and, and uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about excuses in this movie. Mm-hmm. I, you know, a, a big theme in the movie is that the two main characters, Will and Dr. Sean McGuire, as played by Robin Williams, yes. are making excuses in order to uh, st- that cause them to stagnate and stop growing right. as people. Uh, Will runs a blue collar, runs with a blue collar anti-intellectual crowd. It's mm-hmm. comfy and safe as long as uh, they don't know exactly how smart he really is. Like I, like we said, you know, Ben Affleck has an inkling, and I think I think he probably uh, talks to the other two guys about it towards the end of the movie when they're giving him the car, car for the new job and everything like that. They seem to have a bit more of an inkling than they did before. Yeah. Uh, but and then uh, Sean McGuire, uh, which is it's so really weird, to say. weird that his name is Sean McGuire. Yeah, because uh, on Once Upon a Time, there's an actor named Do Sean it. McGuire. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, he stopped trying to improve first when him and Doctor Lambeau fell out uh, uh-huh. back in the day. And then completely just checked out when his wife died. And, and you know, I think that's uh, why what Will said to him in the first interaction they had together kind of stuck with him because he was like, okay, this kid, ha- kid has my number. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, their entire uh, – the, the entire relationship between uh, Maguire and Will is a, this game of push and pull with both of them trying to push each other towards the edge until they have – no choice but to change and right. grow and get on with their lives, you know, to take a risk. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think uh, the message I took away from it is that in order to do great things, we have to take risk. Yes. Uh, we must be willing to fail if we want to succeed. Uh, by the end of uh, their sessions, uh, both Will and McGuire decide to start trying. Which I, I think is really good. I, I, like I, 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 that really kind of hit home with me. Yeah. I just, just kind, kind of a, I, I'm like right, like on teetering on the edge of like a kind of a career change and stuff like yes. that. So, so Thank like God. you know, it, it, is the risk worth it? Because right now I'm comfy, I'm good. I, I, ha, I have not no. But it, you know, I have the full time job and everything like it, that. I'm comfy and I can just kind of coast through. Yeah. Or should I take a risk and try for something better? So it definitely resonated with me in a big, big way. Yeah. So. Um, they're still throwing around some more movies. There was discussion of Legally Blonde <laughs> and um, Rules of Attraction. That's a good one. Which we we actually talked about um, doing Rules of Attraction, but we figured it might be a little more intense than our audience typically is. Yeah. Or than we try yeah. to make these. Cause the Fred Savage scene, scene alone. I It's been years. <laughs> um, but yeah, both very, very good movies. Um, Definitely. Love Legally Blonde, not however the musical. That's just Bad News Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I guess I have to do some quick things. Okay, see. let's see what I got. Uh, holy boston um no one i loved uh i I believe i heard suff jan stevens in the soundtrack i love i love his music let's see um i thought it was weird that he told his friends he was fired when really he's the one who just sort of walked away after solving a theorem um freaking dunkin donuts like i know you pointed out pete's coffee but there was like a big close-up on pete's coffee pete's coffee there was dunkin donuts all over the place um However, Will torturing the therapist was hilarious. Uh, you ought to get things sleepy. I, I thought sometimes the dialogue kind of leaned into a, a, a bit like, oh, this, a, a, this is what I imagine it sounds like when smart people are talking amongst themselves. Like it, <laughs> it, it kind of rode that line to where it sounded like intelligent conversation or like someone's cover 
of an intelligent conversation. Right. Um, meeting number three. No talking for one hour. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Hope brings up another college movie, uh, Monsters University. Yeah, it's a good movie. Definitely. It's a good movie. I like it. Okay, so Anne-Marie, uh, does uh, it pass the wonder test? Totes. I'm watching that one again. I like that guy. We'll keep him around. You like the Goodwill Hunting? I like the Goodwill Hunting. Yep. Excellent. Absolutely. You? Oh, as for me, uh, yes. It's a fantastic movie that uh, touched my life when I was younger, as I discussed. Years. Uh, then spoke to me in a whole different way when I watched it uh, today. As, as we it, discussed. And it made yeah. me uh, think <laughs> differently about something happening in my own life right now. So, I mean, it, what more can you want from a movie? You, right. you know, to kind of hit you in a completely different way, but in an equally powerful way at two different points in your life, you know, separated by... Uh, 15 years or something like that so yeah i, I think I, I think uh definitely definitely uh goodwill hunting uh passed the wonder box test oh with, that one the with, soul man from the 80s with the dude in the blackface do you remember that i i don't actually. okay okay they were talking about it it's funny fair enough okay fair enough. um so yeah continue okay uh so, <laughs> so let's see <laughs> You okay. were, sir. Well, now we're going to open up the memory box, and we're going to share with you uh, some of our past uh, w- with you uh, before getting to our guest. Uh, first, Anne-Marie is going to show you some old college memories. Uh, then we'll watch a fast-paced compilation of my old college projects. We'll do a little bit of an idiot box over top of it, Kind too. of, sort of, yeah. So, Anne-Marie, why don't you take it away with uh, some of your tchotchkes there? All right. Don't judge my tchotchkes. I'm not judging. The fact that I've been out of college for quite a while and I still have an excessive amount of them. All right. Step one. My West Liberty State College mug. Yes. This was actually my mother's from Mm -hmm. when she was teaching there. Mm -hmm. And I stole it when I went to college. And this is where I made my ramen. This this was my lifeblood, was this mug. Yeah, you might actually recognize that from some of the, the live podcasts we did last fall. Right. We Could, drank from it all the time. And mm-hmm. then we broke it, I think. Or why did we stop using him? I think because it almost broke and we were like, you know what? We're going to put this away Yeah, now. we're going to put it away. So he lives in the China cabinet yeah. now. Then you may have noticed some <laughs> letters all over the place. Yes, because Anne-Marie was in a sorority. I am in a sorority. It never goes away. Um, so I am a Kai Omega. Shocking, I know. Um, some people have a problem thinking of me as a sorority girl. Mm-hmm. Sorority girls are not just one thing. We are not a <laughs> pretty much zero percent of my sorority was that girl. Make sure you mention you were also a cheerleader too. <gasps> I so, was a cheerleader in a high cheerleader school. and a sorority girl. Yeah, <laughs> I like pigtails. No, um, <laughs> so that was that. Um, when you were going through your new member period or pledging, you get all sorts of stuff, um, sort of just like to welcome you. And this was one of the first things I got. It's a bottle covered and decorated for like my pledge class. And this, um, actually the girl who gave this to me, Tia, is still one of my best friends mm-hmm. and she's pretty awesome. So I just, you were just to- talking with her on Twitter today. I, I was talking with her on Twitter, talked with her on Facebook, talked to her all the time. Um, so I love this. This is probably one of my favorite things and I've taken very good care of it because now it has moved a bazillion times. <laughs> so there's that guy. Then. If you're not in, you know, the life, you may not know. So you have bigs and littles, which are sort of your your big sister, your little sister, blah, blah, blah. Again, we get presents. We like to give and get presents, people. (laughs) So my big, Kelly, like you always get a paddle, which is somewhere in storage. But most of the time you get a stool, too. And this is the one that she decorated for me, Lil Amory, Big Kelly. And our colors were cardinal and straw or, you know, red and yellow. Um, <laughs> so 
that's why that's all decorated in that. Oh, uh, Angel says uh, that she thinks uh, the whole sorority thing is mostly uh, the stereotype from movies and TVs. Her sister was in a sorority, and it was a very academically based one. Um, I, a lot of them actually are. You have to hold a pretty high um, GPA to mm-hmm. stay uh, current and active. And, I mean, it's all reported back to nationals. Yeah. It also depends on your campus. Um, sometimes they set different precedents um, like that. Um, this is my badge. I don't know how close I'm going to need to get, so just tell me when it's pretty. That's pretty good. Okay. So that was my official badge when I got um, inducted. And this is my little dangle for New Theta, which is what my chapter was um i would put it on now but i'm not dressed to pin and that would be wrong um <laughs> uh, things that stick with you and it goes in my little cardinal and straw bag mm-hmm. um let's see also my aunt was a kai omega my mm-hmm. aunt that lives down here um we bond over this like she always she went to the same campus where we went and so that was one of the like that's how i picked my sorority actually because there were two or three others mm-hmm. and um, there was never a question. I actually almost didn't care who any of the people were when I met them. I knew I was going to be a Chi Omega because I was basically a legacy which is if your mother or sister are um, uh, in the sorority ahead of you. Mm. Um, but then I have three bazillion t-shirts here that I'd like to share a few of them with you. Three bazillion? Uh, pretty darn close. Yeah. That's a lot of t-shirts. This it's just a selection of my um, Chi Omega and West Liberty t-shirts <laughs> that I still have over 10 years after leaving campus. Um, okay. Where's one of my favorites? Throw them all in the book. <laughs> this is a special one. Um, I got this one made and there's actually, I have a second one that says Chi Omega and has mommy. My mom came down for homecoming one year and so I got us matching shirts. It was fun. Um, I was in Alpha Psi as well, Hope. Um, yeah, it, Hope's mentioning Alpha Psi Omega. Which the is the theater, theater fraternity, fraternity. And I have very many um, things that I won't say. I, wa- I wasn't in it because I got about halfway through the pledging process. And then I was like, I, I don't feel like doing this. <laughs> um, I resisted until my very last semester because I thought mm-hmm. it was stupid. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And then they treated me like a fragile little crystal mm-hmm. because they didn't want me to get angry. I, I I did know a bunch of frat guys though. Uh, the the fraternity would, fraternity guys who who would uh, who would try and like take me to like fraternity parties and uh, things like that and tried to convert me into a frat guy. I never never never. You bothered. you didn't really fit in with any of them, no. but you were friends with a lot of them. Oh yeah, I was like friends Nourish with... and Fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I'm just calling people out tonight. Yeah, I was friend, uh... friends with a ton- drunk Jake. Yeah, Michael says I don't get sororities or fraternities. I walk by them every day on the way to class. Feels like I'm in, di- in a different world. We are a whole different world, but we're friendly. Let's start um, a storyteller's fraternity. Shirt. Uh, where's my pledge shirt? Oh, this is the first one. This is my pledge shirt, which they gave us when we accepted our bids. <laughs> this is, hey, leave me alone. Don't judge me. Um, okay. And then the last one I'll share is completely unrelated. And this is like the only thing I have from Cleveland State. And I think my dad gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was awful. I was only there a year and a half. Mm. So, um, yeah, I have a lot of – I have so much more stuff. It's kind of ridiculous. Yes. Oh. You're like, what's this? I don't even remember what What's this? Is. What's this? There's Did something by my chair. <laughs> uh. So um, I know I actually have more stuff in the house. I just couldn't find it all. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill's actually wearing one of my 
um, jet yes. skis. My shirt, um, for a couple of our shows at West Lib, we got shirts made or we made shirts basically. Yeah, it's kind of like an iron on sort of yep, 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 thing yep, yep, there. Yep. Um, so, yeah, because I, 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 I have a t shirt around somewhere uh, that from the radio station at West Liberty uh, they, they, for, that says WGLZ on it that I, I wear all the time, but I, we couldn't find it tonight. Oh, um, Hope, oh, you pointed out that you thought it was weird that. It was a theater fraternity for Alpha Psi Omega. Um, I was actually in a fraternity. It wasn't a sorority. The reason Chi Omega was a fraternity and not a sorority is that one of our founders was a man. So that made it a fraternity. Mm. So there's there's your little uh, info for the day. Okay. Well, I guess we should, we'll go ahead and uh, play this real here, Amory. Oh, yeah, if you want to go ahead there. and come around. Here, I'll, I'll take I the camera do, off do, you. Do, do, do. No, but I, if, you, if you guys all know, uh, in my day job, I'm a video producer. Uh, that all started in college. Uh, I was... I went through uh, the the broadcasting program at West Liberty, and we did a bunch of uh, different like mini movies and short films and television productions and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I'm struggling. So you know, I, I had a ton of this stuff laying around. I, I I went and cut out just like five minutes of it of like the worst possible stuff. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we're we're gonna go ahead and uh, watch it idiot box style here uh, right now. So. Uh, yeah, I guess it's three projects, basically, about a minute, minute and a half from each. So I will go ahead and do that right now. Billy! Yes, this was from a uh, a horror movie called Jack's Back that they kind of planned to do uh, while I was out for one day. And uh, then uh, it was it ruined friendships. But I got to play a ghost. A scary, scary ghost. Oh my gosh, that's awful. Yeah, and the makeup was bad, too. Yes. I kind of like this shot, though. I'm pretty impressed by that. Yeah, 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 we did some fun special effects stuff and everything. What is wrong with Milby's acting? <laughs> <laughs> Creepy whisper in the ear. Uh, Milby was angry because uh, people were weird. Oh, well, that's that. Yeah, and then this was a short film I did called An Ideal World. It was kind of a takeoff on the Twilight Zone. Uh, kind of like a, that Burgess Meredith episode. I, that was kind of my inspiration. Go to sleep, Tim. Go to sleep. Yeah, this is Tim Delroy. Of course it's Tim Delroy. Yeah. You wake up in an ideal world. Yeah. Pretty chintzy. Pretty cheesy. Out, Here's another uh, special effect. Yeah, this was my apartment, actually. Oh. You know, shut the door and then open the door and he's all dressed. Yeah. And then we went to downtown Wheeling and shot all of this stuff. All, all of the me running around and everything. Actually, my little brother Jacob wait, was on camera. Oh, really? Like, Yeah, he was using doing the camera based on my instructions. That's impressive. Not too many people out today. Oh, well, more room on the bus. <laughs> Yeah, and I was trying to I was trying to do like a very lame like fifties ish kind of acting. Okay, so what gives? And this was oh, in the, yeah, this the was right across library? from the broadcasting room. Oh. What's going on? So weird. I haven't seen anyone since I left the house this morning. And how'd you get on the bus? Well, this has got to be the weirdest day. I ever. didn't. I I ended up running there. Got it. After Frank, I waited for the bus for ten minutes, I cut that part out. Where are you at? Where are you at? I know this is a practical joke. It has to Everyone just can't have disappeared. Yes, they can. Please, someone. Buddy. How? Buddy. How? And this is really bad. I was trying to, like, early signs of a heart attack. I just want everyone back. Hello. 
Hello? Uh, and then, then he dies. I'm not sure what moral message I was trying to convey here, really. <laughs> he runs around hair. trying to find people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look at all the hair. And then that's actually my little brother, Jacob. Are you all right? Then he comes up and kicks my head. That's about right. Consider again one Tim Delroy, a man who embraced solidarity. But no man is a creature unto himself. No man is an island. And then this is one we chopped down pretty well. This was uh, our, our final for TV production one. We did a children's show. Starring somebody who had been uh, convicted for a a crime, I, and this was I like his. Uh, Where could that mangy beaver have gone? This was his community service. Oh, hello, Lester. And I played the Sorry beaver here. I didn't hear you. I was getting something ready to show you and all your little friends today. Beaver. Uh, <laughs> so what did you want to show me, Beaver? Well, Lester, this week I went to Liberty Grocery to visit my old pal, Terry. <laughs> he showed me what he does at the store, and now I'm going to show you and your friends. Oh, that's great, Beaver. Yeah, and this is uh, Justin well, McConaughey, who was our friend in theater. show it? He, uh, he played uh, Lester Applebottom. Real quick. Okay. Uh, 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 one second, one second. Yeah, and uh, we go we go through here and we go to the the one store that was in West Liberty because it was a very isolated college and you could only go to this store. Hey kids, we're at Liberty Grocery. We're gonna figure out how things work around here, okay? What do you sell here mostly? We sell a lot of uh, pepperoni rolls, which are the bomb, and a lot of uh, adult beverages as well as adult cigars. (laughs) I guess you know what I'm saying. Uh, this is an example of one of those. I don't know what he's blunts, talking about. If you will. No All right, Beaver, you can have that. Are those condoms I see? All right, uh, yeah, these are condoms over here. As you can see, we've got several different kinds. It was uh, college. My yep. personal favorite being the colors and scents because I'm some kind of freaky deaky fool. Also, there's <laughs> yeah. A this was my good friend Terry. So, well, it's a he good thing me. to use a condom while yeah, he uh, did having hate some you. sexual he relations. Hated me. Do you have cool stuff for kids? Got something in my pocket. My other pocket, apparently. Uh, oh, yeah, right here we got this zippobutane fuel. It's a big big thing with kids 8 to uh, 12 years old. Apparently I miss that beaver puppet. Stage of life. Also, we've got this here, a bin gay. And that's always fun for kids because, you know, it says gay. They think it's funny. It's kind of funny to 13-year-olds. What's really effective with this gun here is uh, you put some of the zippo letter fluid on the caps. And then when you pull the trigger, it shoots fire out and burns your hand. That's nice, too. What are your responsibilities? Muster, I like that. Uh, how about only wanting certain people back or, instead uh, of everybody? Blunts. I like that. And, uh, yes. Also, I prepare for the nuclear holocaust every night. Like a yeah, but uh, de- definitely, definitely some unique stuff there out of West Liberty State College. Uh, but, uh, yeah, thank you guys for... Uh, dealing with that. And also, I, I will just say that if you Google... Those three projects, you can probably find the full thing somewhere. I'm somewhere. sure. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, Angel T, yes, uh, Bengay does definitely smell horrible. Absolutely. And Liz says, this is weird. I completely agree. It was awful. I, mm-hmm. That's the most I think I've ever um, voluntarily yeah. watched of Lester Applebottom mm-hmm. because Lester Applebottom scares me and I know everyone involved. 
Yeah, Lester Applebottom is probably the most offensive thing I've ever done, oh, like, yeah. ever. It's awful. Ever. And, awful. and we actually, it broadcast on the local cable. Uh, Seriously? Yeah, because uh, the, the TV station at the college broadcast mm-hmm. across the county, across Ohio County on local mm-hmm. cable. So that that went out to people at, like, 4.30 in the afternoon. <gasps> and it's way worse than uh, you guys wow. even know. If you, if you go search for the thing, if you want to watch the whole thing, I wouldn't recommend uh, uh. it. Okay, well, we're about to get into our phone box here to Yay! talk. Some more West Lib stuff with her old friend JG, but first we wanted to tell you a little bit about our Patreon. Emery, why don't you tell them about that? Hey, we have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash universe box, you can help support our podcasts, which we have three weekly podcasts. Three. Three. Ah, ah, ah. Universe <laughs> box, greetings from Storybrooke and Legends of Gotham. The other two will be really kicking into high gear here in about a month oh, when yeah. the shows come back. Um, But to keep upping our quality and the quantity of our content, we really do need your assistance through things like our Patreon or um, through YouTube where they say support this uh, channel button. Mm-hmm. Um, at Patreon, you can start by making a monthly donation starting at 10 cents, which really, look in your couch, you got it. Um, and we have all sorts of rewards like free books, exclusive content, we'll write you letters, we'll sing you a song. And yeah, and we're going to get some merch in there before the fan cast. I'm working on it. Again. It's, it's, oh, kids just got to school. But <laughs> we have hit our third goal, which means we have patron exclusive bi weekly commentaries coming mm-hmm. out. And the first one was Goonies, which just went out last week. Yeah. So I guess we need to do another one this weekend. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, just to be fair, because uh, we had, we had a couple of you guys over. Yes, I, and uh, you mentioned that it w- you weren't sure how to get the Goonies commentary. What you do is you come to the Patreon page, mm-hmm. click on All Post, and then you'll be able to download it uh, right here on the uh, which yeah Universe Box commentary number one. See the little paper clip there. That means there's an attachment, and you can uh, download it there. We will put those out on a feed eventually. I might try and figure out a way to do like a secret a feed, feed for you guys. A secret feed, yeah. So. Um, but our next uh, milestone is to start our Lost podcast, mm-hmm. which we know we have a lot of fans yes michael lucera we know um (laughs) called we're so lost it's called we're so lost and it's hilarious because we don't really know lost we just we're watching it for the first time and we're bringing a whole different perspective and we'd really like to get to do that but we it it takes time and time is money and money is the patreon.com slash universe box so please (laughs) donate today today patreon.com slash universe box and we want to thank our 31 patrons who are uh, currently giving us a 201 a month very much helpful. And Emery's frozen. Not really, though. Not really. Not really. No, but okay. So I guess it's about time here. Uh, now, now, folks in the chat room, keep in mind, this is, this is a very long conversation, but I think you'll find it It's a it really very, good conversation. Yeah, very entertaining, very enlightening about our past and everything. It, like, this feels like it's going to be it's like the theater episode or the home episode where it's a, a lot about, you get to learn a lot about us, mm-hmm. which is always kind of fun. But we sat down yesterday with my old college roommate, uh, Jason George, to reminisce in – by the way, you guys requested him mm-hmm. – uh, uh, to reminisce about the all the years we spent at West Liberty State College in West Virginia, which we've just already – Just now West Liberty been, University. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But if you're watching uh, live, come chat with us in the chat room. Like we said, there might be some exclusive uh, kind of uh, clarifying some stories. And then come back for more because we have more after this. Yeah, it's going to be a super jam-packed episode. So take it away, past Anne-Marie and Bill. AJG. Universe Boxio. Thank you, future Anne-Marie and Bill. We're here in the past, and we're here to talk West Liberty State College, our our time at West Liberty State College with my my college roommate, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Jason George. How are you doing, JG? I'm well. How's how's everybody tonight? 
Excellent. We're good. Excellent. Uh, yeah, we were just uh, doing a little bit of a, a warm-up talk and everything. We were yes. talking a little bit about old college buddies, old college friends, people we haven't seen in years. But I, we, why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, just tell us a little bit of uh, how did you land at West Liberty State College? Because, I, I mean, we all got there. Everybody's got a story. Pass, but how did you get there? Uh, it's pretty simple, really. They were uh, one of the cheapest uh, schools around, and they yep. offered me more financial aid money than my first choice. <laughs> what was so, your first choice? I, uh, Fairmont State College, gotcha. which, which incidentally, both of them are now universities. Yes, so well, of course, now Liberty University yeah. and Fairmont uh, State University. So yeah, so but yeah, I was going to go to Fairmont State, but uh, West Liberty offered me a little bit more money, and I was like, well, you know what? I think that's where I'm going to go, and that's what I did. <laughs> nice. So. so how was, how like, uh, your first week on the Hill? Because West Lib, uh, if we've never explained it before, it's a, it's a college, like, way out in the boonies. It's in the middle. Like. It's literally the top of a hill. We are the, mm-hmm. They were the hilltoppers yeah. because it was 15 minutes to a stoplight. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you're stuck. If you don't have a car, you're not going anywhere. Good luck when your parents drop you off. It's like you, you drive to uh, one of the biggest small towns in West Virginia, Wheeling, and then you just <laughs> go and drive out through the trees for, like, half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and and you end up at West Liberty. So so yes. what was it like your first your first like few days week like there? Kind of kind of weird uh, because well first of all I was kind of lucky because uh, a very good friend of mine from my senior year of high school was also going to West Liberty and we decided to be roommates together the first year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had a pretty good time. Interesting guy. He was vegan and he cooked all of his food in the dorm. Oh, wow. So that was kind of interesting, except for that time, of course, over Thanksgiving break when he forgot a uh, bag of potatoes in our uh, closet and we couldn't figure out what smell it had when we got back. <laughs> but the, uh, uh, it was kind of interesting because I was really, really nervous about going to college. So luckily, I'm, I got to room with my friend Wes. He was a great guy. Mm-hmm. But I remember we were there for the freshman orientation and it was kind of like it is in high school where, you know, the freshmen show up a day or two before the upperclassmen. Right. Mm-hmm. And as, I, as I'm there, I'm, I'm kind of just like walking around the campus. I'm just trying to figure things out. But as I'm walking by the main hall academic building, because I'm kind of being antisocial, I'm not trying to like do like the three-legged race on the quad. Okay. <laughs> Okay, because they've got this mixer going on, and they're playing all these, making the freshmen play stupid games. And I'm like, you know, you know, I'm a grown man now, kind of. Like, if I don't want to do that, I'm just not going to do that. Right. Well, I get approached by the dean of students at the time, who's right outside the main hall. She goes, are you a freshman? I go, yeah. She goes, uh, well, you're supposed to be over there with everybody else. I go, well, I don't want to be. So I'm just going to, like, walk around and look at the school. Yeah. She's like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean I can't do that? Like, uh, this school costs money. Yeah. I'm here. Like, I, I'm, I'm a like, customer. Yeah, I'm, basically. I'm almost 19 years old. What do you mean I can't just walk around the school? Mm-hmm. And she goes, no, everybody's over there. I said, well, no, I don't think that's where I'm going to go. I don't really feel like doing a three-legged race. Yeah. So I continue walking, and she says something about, like, having a bad attitude. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I just keep on walking. But uh-huh. it was really bizarre. And, and I remember, never forget one of the things I said to you when you moved to the dorm. You get this big dorm meeting. You know, right. they say, oh, look around at all these people. Three-fourths of them will not be here in four years. And yeah. it's 100% true. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. there were people that I haven't seen since freshman year of college because they flunked out, drunked out, you know, whatever else. Lost yeah. their they, they financial handle aid or yeah. all sorts of other reasons. You couldn't handle the independence, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they went, they got free and decided to drink until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And, you know, 
Yeah. And sleep all day and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But that any, was it. Any <laughs> responsible college student only drinks till like 4 o'clock in the morning. Not right, 4 not 4 o'clock in the, in the afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> yeah, what I meant to say was they slept till 4 o'clock in the afternoon after drinking all night. Okay. But we got you. We got that's you. the point. You yeah. sleep on the weekends. You, you sleep on the weekends. You drink. because there was nobody there on the weekends. Of course you sleep then. It's quiet. <laughs> that, that place was a ghost town on the weekends. Oh, it was oh, crazy. Yeah, it was there was bizarre. like three people on every floor. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everyone lived – most people live close enough to go home. Like within so. an hour or two and, well, yeah. I had waiting to get there. Well, you lived close though, too, right? I, I lived about 50 miles from the campus and yeah. I often had a girlfriend back home. Back so, you know, like mm-hmm. I'd often go home on the weekends. But after that stuff was over right. years into my college experience, I never wanted to go home on the weekend because, mm-hmm. you know, my friends and I were always getting into stuff as Bill can <laughs> – you know, right. account for. Oh, I have no uh, idea so what we, you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But like, so I never really wanted to go home at that point. In fact, I remember it was different in college. Like in college, beside that first year, other than the first year, mm-hmm. whenever you return to college, like my friends and I would have a countdown. Like, yes. man, school starts in two weeks. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of when you're in high school and elementary school. Yeah. Like we could not wait to go back. You know, like we were like, oh, we're over this summer already. Like, you know, yes. so, you know, it was kind of a flip flop there. I, I remember yeah. uh, the the year we w- we spent the summer working at Brook Hills Playhouse, which is just a little bit of ways away from West Lib. Like be- before uh, school let out for that year, like we were like, man, Brook Hills is coming. Brook Hills is coming. And then right at the end of the summer, la- yeah, like you said, we we're like, finally, we're gonna get back to West Lib <laughs> <laughs> and back to all of our friends yeah. and our parties and everything. Where stuff makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Life makes sense in Wesley. Where we're not rooming with raccoons and, you know, oh. with the barn cats. <laughs> and free-range cats and everything else. Oh my okay, so, incidentally, in- I, I... Oh, go ahead, JD. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say, I'm, I, I haven't broken ties with that place yet. I'm actually still doing a show there currently, so, yeah. Yes, I yes, I saw place. that. You're reliving the magic over and over. <laughs> yeah, you actually uh, sent, sent me uh, some pictures the other day of where our trailer, where we lived there, out there it has been torn down and it's no more so sad yep. so sad the crappy little trailer behind behind the uh the theater yeah i, I won't lie every oh. time i hear uh brooke hill stories i go thank god i didn't go out there that summer because i was supposed to be out there that summer and i decided oh, but, not to <laughs> oh but Anne marie you would have had wonderful stories i'm sure oh, i'm us. sure i'd have oh, had there wonderful, been wonderful stories, stories but it, the, but who knows what may of, have uh yeah changed the, the entire course of our lives would probably have been different i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Amory, why don't you tell us uh, how, how you ended up at West Lib real quick? Um, okay, so I graduated high school in Pennsylvania out in Lancaster County. Mm-hmm. And so I did, you know, the basic college tour of all the state colleges in uh, Pennsylvania. And I was like, meh, these aren't really what I want. This isn't really one. I was like, I'm going to go look at West Lib where my mom went and she taught there and this and that. And it was kind of a family tradition. I went, I was like, Mm -hmm. ah, this is what I was looking for in Pennsylvania. And even out of state, this is cheaper than any of the in-state Pennsylvania (laughs) schools. I'm going there and done. So how was your first few days, first week? Um, let's see. They were, well, they're pretty crazy. I, I did participate in some of the stupid freshman orientation type stuff, mm-hmm. but not, not nerd. I know. <laughs> I am a nerd. I totally am a nerd. But then I did end up going out with other people. So, you know, you do your nerd right, stuff right. and then it hits like seven o'clock and that's all over and you're like, all right. Who's got the alcohol? <laughs> so, right. yeah, it was like, because the only upperclassmen on campus were 
football players mm-hmm. basically so of course you know a bunch of freshman girls trolling the dorms running into football players yeah yeah, yeah. you'll have it you'll have that yeah. <laughs> I, I, so and for you william uh, for me um it, well actually i ended up at west lib after a failed attempt at ucla uh, <laughs> uh, basically i went out there for a while it didn't work out came back and it, actually my first uh, well, a couple months actually at West Lib was kind of unique in that it, it was during the summer session because, yeah. like, you know, I, I, I was out at UCLA. I came back, kind of got my craft together and decided to go to West Lib. So I started in May uh, taking, like, two – I think it was, like, two classes two a day. Classes. Yeah, accelerated classes for to get some basic stuff out of the way. And so it was basically, like – I was one of, the of like, five people living in the dorms. Yeah. So basically after, after noon when all, the, all of the, the summer school pe- classes – is let out like I, I had complete reign of the campus more or less nice. but I, I mainly just uh huddled up in my room with mac and cheese and watched south park oh um, you knew people calling me a nerd but uh <laughs> it, it, once the once the fall semester started i i you know i i, I well it was weird because uh, my financial aid was weird because of the summer classes so yeah. i i didn't actually get in until like the day after the semester started into uh, the dorm and everything yeah so i i, I missed all that orientation stuff and, and everything Thing. But I was wandering across campus one day, and I ran into a guy I did a play with at a Towngate Theater uh, uh-huh. in Wheeling named Sam Vernarski. Uh-huh. And oh, we're name-calling on this episode. Yeah, huh? yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, Sam, Sam doesn't exist on the internet, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, – and, and he <laughs> – and he was like, "Hey, man, what's up? You should come. Come on, I'm going to down down to my friend's dorm room. You should come down and hang out." And so he took me down to Beta Hall, oh. and uh, takes me into this dorm room. And danger, uh, danger! Do not enter Beta. And there's a bunch of freaks. Hey, from that New- was my dorm room. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a bunch of freaks from New Martinsville <laughs> sitting there, including JG, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, because it, it was it was like a it was Terry's dorm room. It was you and Terry and Bachman and Jack, right? I think. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so it just came in there yep. and uh, I, I think went to lunch with these guys and then just started running around with them and the, the rest is history. I, and now we're here. And, and here we are. That's the entire story of my college experience. <laughs> no. And I remember Bill and I actually hit it off over a love of the band Bare Naked Ladies. Too. Oh, yeah. Bare Naked Ladies was, was I, kind of our in. Nice. Yeah, because when Bill said that that was like his favorite band, I was like, man, I've been like looking for someone for like four years to like that band <laughs> as much as me. You know? Like, yeah. No, actually, if I, if I remember correctly, I was wearing, like, the thumbs-up shirt from the Maroon Tour, and, and that's what got us talking about it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, because yeah. if, if I remember correctly, that same day, I was going back down into Curtis Hall where I was staying, and I, a, a guy we all know, John Hott, was coming out, and he saw the T-shirt, yep. and, he, and we became fast friends, too, because yeah. of the Bare Naked Ladies connection. But uh Emery, hey, uh, you have some questions? I've got a whole series of questions. <laughs> all right, well, we'll do a, a couple of uh, West Lib really specific kind of ones. All right, it's noon on Wednesday. There's literally nothing going on. Where are you? Would you do... On noon hour. Anything fun? Who, you, who are you addressing first? I am addressing you. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, it really just kind of varied. I was either uh, at the, the college union uh, or the cafeteria. Or, do you remember they had that thing in the chapel sometimes? Yeah, the speakeasy. That's it, yeah. Like, if you were involved in theater, sometimes you'd like do a scene from a show. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember they had really, really bad suits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never ate at the speakeasies, yeah. Yeah, and neither did I. Cause <laughs> the bad soup. soup. <laughs> and, 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 but we would always like perform a scene from that. 
there. Um, either that, or I was in I was I was in the dorm, or if it was my last uh, or next to last year there, I believe that I might have just been getting out of bed because I didn't have a class till one o'clock that day. Nice. Oh well, that's so, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I know there was at least was terrific. Some, I, yeah. I know there was at least one semester uh, where I I set it up to where I didn't have a class before lunch, like ever, like oh the entire gosh. week. Right. I was just happy if I didn't have an 8 o'clock class. (laughs) I always got stuck in these, like, random 8 o'clock classes, and I had that stupid radio production class, and I had... (laughs) Like the 7 a.m. on Monday shift. I'm like, how? Mm. I'm like, why do you hate the theater kids, radio people? Why do I have right. to do this? Yeah, we were actually in that class together. I yes, believe. we yeah. were. You were in the accepted group and I was in the theater. Mm-hmm. We hate you group. <laughs> yeah, I was one of those. Uh, yeah, wow. I, 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 oh, they hated the theater kids. I straddled the line between broadcasting and theater. Like I, I was kind of running around with both crews. Well, it was dumb because if you were a theater major, you had to take all these comm courses. I'm like, I don't care about the calm courses. Just put me <laughs> on a stage. Like, it didn't make any sense to mm-hmm. do all the radio and video and really even media ethics and all that type of stuff. I was yeah. like, just just teach me some history or some English, you know, make me do that. It yeah. makes more sense. I, I, I know for me, as far as noon on Wednesdays, like, oh. I, I, I I won't name names. Uh-oh. but uh, but uh, they, This is the one time you won't name names? But uh, JG will know who I'm talking about. Uh, oh, no. But they, we had a friend who had an apartment down in the bottom of Boyd. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, Oh, my God, yeah. It, <laughs> and it was kind of like, if I didn't have a class going on, but I, I, it wasn't, there wasn't enough time to, like, go back and take a nap in my dorm room, I would be at this guy's apartment just, like, hanging out, partying. Mm-hmm. And whatever you Party know, and, at noon yep. on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, y'all people are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, yeah, yeah. I, I would just dip down to that apartment because it was right, right, uh, right off the quad, and you just like yes. walk back behind the dorm. And I boom. know, I lived in that building. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I lived in that building because that was also the yeah. sorority it, building. I was there sometimes. Part too. of it. Oh yeah, definitely. Like uh, many times, uh, noon on. I, I'm sure that at least uh, two dozen times, me and you were down there noon on Wednesday. If he was up. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Because he was one of those guys. Well, I think he was in school for like twelve years. Yeah, yeah. And that's not I that's know. not an exaggeration at all. There I was a lot I of people. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some some people just like really loved the West Live experience and became professional West Livers for a while. You know, uh, it was pretty great. I will say that I like I loved it. Oh yeah, but not. Years worth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, JG, uh, you, you know, every, everyone has that, that first big moment where they're like, okay, I, I'm really here. I'm really in college. This feels like, you know, stereotypical movie college. Did you ever have any of the, the, those kind of moments? Like, what was your first big college moment? Okay. It's, okay. <laughs> this is kind of a – I'm going to try to break this story down into the smallest nutshells I possibly can. Okay. 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 Freshman year, I, of course, I lived in the freshman dorm. Right next door to me were two guys from my hometown that were actually sophomores. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they lived in the freshman dorm is just because they were just too, like, drunk, too stoned, too lazy to get to the office on time to sign up for upperclassmen dorms, okay? Mm-hmm. These two dudes were nuts. Crazy, crazy much. <laughs> and, and, and as everyone knows, in the freshman dorm at the time, you had the community bathroom. So if you had to pee, right. you had to go down the hall to pee. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? We're laying in bed one night. We're asleep. Everybody on the floor gets awoken at around 1 a.m., okay, or 2 a.m. There are these two guys outside. They're just 
being very, very loud and screaming and, mm-hmm. and everything else. Because one of them, okay, mm-hmm. his mouth was bleeding <gasps> and they didn't know why, okay? So in their drunken stupor, they thought that someone jumped him okay. and hit him, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Now you come to come find out the next morning that actually he fell down the step and it is busted his mouth and knocked out his two front teeth. Mm. Nice. Okay. Now here's where it gets really, really interesting. <laughs> As they're out there screaming and cussing, they're screaming, you know, come out of your rooms, freshmen. There's going to be hell to pay. Okay. And everybody's like, dude, they're freaking nuts. I don't think I really want to go out there. <laughs> well, I had a pretty good rapport with them, so it was no big deal. Right. But here's what happens. Okay. All of a sudden, they start, now keep on, right next door to me. And, and you guys know, in the dorm, you could hear anything right uh-huh. next door. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if it was loud, you knew what was going on. All of a sudden, you hear just chaos in their room. We're talking, you can hear glass breaking. You can hear things getting knocked down. Oh, jeez. We're talking, I mean, just nuts, okay? Mm-hmm. You hear a whole bunch of cans and bottles getting thrown and strewn everywhere, okay? Mm-hmm. And one of them is clearly doing it, and he's like, he's like growling like a dinosaur. He's like, ah! okay? <laughs> and the other one, you hear him saying, just over and over, just tear it up, dude. Nobody cares. Tear it up, dude. Nobody cares. And we're just like, <laughs> You like okay, so here's where it gets really, really weird. Okay, uh-huh. I finally can't take it anymore. I have to pee, so I'm like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom now. Keep in mind, they said that if anybody came out of their room, they would kick their butts and all this stuff. Right, well, yeah. when they see me, they're like, dude, JJ, someone tore up our room, man. And I'm no, I just listened to them destroy their own room. Right. Okay. So I look inside and I'm like, oh my god, their television was destroyed. <gasps> they threw a lava lamp across the room and, and smashed it. Their their bunk beds were knocked over. Oh, they had bottles god. and cans strewn everywhere. It was a mess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, it gets so bad that the cops come up. All right. The cops are like, oh, boys, what's going on here? You know, mm-hmm. and they realize that, well, you know, the chick is up, you know, we're going to have to come clean about this. Well, they don't. They're just like, oh, my God, somebody trashed our room. There's going to be hell to pay. So they go into this whole streaky thing about there's going to be hell to pay like they were before. Uh-huh. OK. All right. The cops are like, OK, well, that's well, we'll still out a report on that. But what about all these beer bottles and cans at the dry campus? <laughs> and then it's quiet for a second, and then you hear, what do these freshmen brain got? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, my, and my roommate Wes and I are, are like sitting there, it's like, it's two in the morning, we were asleep, but we're just too entertained, and we're like, this is the craziest thing we've ever seen. And at that point, I knew, I'm in college now, by God, like, this is not Kansas anymore. <laughs> and when I wake, here's how I wake up the next morning, okay? Here's the epilogue. Mm-hmm. They had apparently forgotten the events of the night before oh my god okay well i walk out to go to the community bathroom oh. the one that was doing all the tearing up stuff mm-hmm. is oh. just pacing the hallway and wearing nothing but whitey tighties that are too big for him that he has to hold up okay <laughs> bizarre <laughs> okay then as i'm about to just get my my books to go to class i hear an alarm clock go off next door oh. the other guy wakes up now keep in mind this was the guy that fell down the steps and busted out his two front teeth. And the first thing I hear that morning is, ah, oh, there's no teeth in my face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Wow. And that was the day that I knew that I'd made it to college. Wow. And I apologize for that lengthy story. And also how bizarre it all is, because it almost sounded like stream of consciousness, like I was just saying stuff. (laughs) But everything I just said actually happened, and there are 25 witnesses. That is fantastic. They're out there. Well, the thing thing is, like, uh, yeah, I think at West Live there were, like, 25 of those. Every person had, like, 25 of those kind of stories because it was just like it was insane i i mean it, for the, such a the, small campus mm-hmm. it I, was insane i think it was kind of like the isolation uh <laughs> a, a, a pretty healthy uh redneck population <laughs> slash uh hippie population slash every other kind of population population yeah. just mixing together there like I, crazy stuff happened crazy stuff oh very much yes. so i amory do you have any first like big college moments <laughs> Okay. When I moved in, I was still 17. Mm -hmm. So my 18th birthday was two weeks after we moved in and it was also Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. So my mom was coming to get me that Saturday or whatever to take me up family Labor Day, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's my birthday. I got nothing to do. I can't go get anything. Nobody's here because it's a holiday weekend. And somehow me and one or two of my other friends end up down at Christ. Yes, mm-hmm. Christ. In some, the couple of guys' rooms that they knew from wherever they knew them from. And they had, because Christ had two rooms connected by a bathroom. Mm-hmm. So in one room, they had all four beds. In the other room was the party room, living room oh, yeah, situation. That, that was a common setup that until was, they kind of cracked down on they it. They did crack bit. down on it like two years later. That's but, the way ours was, if you remember, Bill. Yes, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're down there and I was a fairly lightweight when I went to college. I didn't really drink in high school. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mixed my mom, her martinis, but I didn't really drink them. Mm-hmm. And so once they found out it was my birthday, basically I went to hell in a handbasket. Um, how much natty ice can everyone drink? Basically, <laughs> I don't know what games we were playing. I just know we were playing all sorts of games. And then out comes the bottle of ice 101. Mm. Anne Marie's introduction <laughs> to shots was her 18th birthday with ice 101. Like we didn't even ease me into this. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I probably had a good couple beers, a good couple of shots. And then, you know, you sit there and everything starts spinning. And you're like, (laughs) this isn't good. I don't know where I am. I don't really know what's happening. Mm. And, well, there you have it. Then a little birthday throw up. Whatever. It happens. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry. Let me clean this up. But I'm like trying to like... (laughs) In my drunken stupor of not I, – I didn't know these people from a hole in the wall. And I'm mm. like, let me clean this up. And took care of them. Walked me back to my dorm and got me tucked into bed. I'm like, I'm sorry. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's your birthday. <laughs> da, 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 da. The next day, my mom comes and picks me up. And I'm like, shh, don't talk. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> Takes me up to my aunt and uncle's house or they're having a party. And I'm like sitting there trying not to throw up off of their pad. And my aunt looks at me and goes, what happened? I said, shots. 
She said, <laughs> you won't do that again. <laughs> well, little did she know. Yes, I did. But yeah. I got a little better about it. Don't do Ice 101. <laughs> yeah. That is bad news bears. Stay away from the Ice 101. That is bad. <laughs> Anytime that was involved in my college experience, mm-hmm. nothing good came of it. <laughs> so there. Stay that- away from fire and ice as well. That's, <gasps> fire yeah. and ice, Goldschlager, yeah. Flaming Dr. Peppers. The list could go on. <laughs> I, I may have. Mad Dog. Oh, I didn't really do Mad dog yeah, yeah. i did bottles of boons mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. yeah strawberry daiquiri <laughs> yes yeah. awesome <laughs> as for me i think and you guys you guys probably both even remember the specific year of it very well oh, Lord. but uh, it, it was the first homecoming at oh. westwood because uh, see i missed half of that Basically, homecoming uh, at West Lib, they, they, there'd be a big football game, and then in ba- it was the one day a you year could you could campus. drink on campus. So alumni would come back. You know, there'd be a big you know tailgating party in, in the parking lot. Right. And I, I was a uh, part of the cast. I was part of the chorus in the Rocky Horror Show uh, that we were doing for the theater. So I, I had to get up fairly early, uh, like probably like seven a.m. or something, to get mm-hmm. down to the field and get or get to the theater and get all dressed up. And I think. JG, you might have been involved in this because you were the stage manager on that show. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> but but uh, you know to get out and, and do, do the time warp for people. Were you, were you guys in the parade? I we I think we. I, was I, know say, we, I was in the parade because I was going through my new member period. I know we did a parade for Rocky Horror. Was, I don't know if it was that parade too. I'm sure you did the homecoming. I, I know parade. we did one at like Ogilvy. Oh, like there you? was a parade at Ogilvy we were in. Nice. Sorry. Continue but your but uh, so you know uh, we get there. We we get to the show. Like I'm all in the makeup and everything with the wig, and we do the time warp, and and then I go and get changed and come back down, and I'm like. I, I'm still like really nervous because I, I I'm under 21, so so like I I'm like I am like a, is campus security gonna bust me for this or whatever? And then it becomes very apparent uh, after I run into three or four different friends groups, including probably uh like uh, a lot of our friends, JG. Yeah. I, oh, I was there every year for that, you know. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, but they, they, there there was no issue at all, and it was going to be just fine. To no. just as long as you whatever. weren't completely obscenely mm-hmm. crazy, you were fine. So I had this big, like, like 44-ounce mug that I carried around, and I would just get beers from people. Yeah. And, you know, I had just chugging, chugging all, all the way. And they, I ended up uh, drinking with a, with a teacher <laughs> and stuff, and I was like, holy crap, I'm drinking with a teacher. I never thought this would happen, like, yeah. especially, like, uh, just a couple months into college and then i oh you there were a couple different crazy things that this happened like i ended up uh one of the girls who was in the play like ended up like uh, we ended up t- taking this like really long walk to my dorm for batteries and we walk into the dorm into curtis hall and they, there's like they filled up the entire uh floor in my on my i was uh-huh. on the first floor like the entire hallway with shaving cream and toilet paper like it's probably like 18 inches <laughs> of shaving cream and toilet paper <laughs> across the entire thing and you can see where people have been sliding and i don't know what's happened or anything oh my God. but but yeah it, it, it was just like in i think uh you know the the homecoming game stuff usually wrapped up i think around like two or three, two or three yeah. uh to and, and i ended up randomly going to homecoming uh that oh, night did you? but i i i also remember have taking like a a big long nap like probably like a four-hour yeah. nap and i like you know just one of those dead sleeps mm-hmm. but yeah, that day as a whole was probably like my first big college moment just oh. like just the craziness of it and the partying and the socialization and the i handing out with teachers sometimes is almost 
friends, you know. Yeah. And plus I had to do a, a musical number. So, I mean, you know, that's college all, through and through. Nice. I, I, I was – I got stung by a bee on my lip while drinking a whiskey sour Ooh. at like 8 or 9 in the morning, like way before the football game started. Mm-hmm. And I had to be walked over to the ambulance that thankfully was already there for the football game to get uh-huh. a shot of Benadryl. Now I'm walking by these big, giant, like 300-pound football players who could, you know, bench press a bus. And they look <laughs> at me and go, damn, girl, what happened to you? And I'm like, apparently my face was blown up like a balloon. But you didn't feel a thing. Uh, oh, no, I felt it. <laughs> oh, okay. I felt it. And then they gave me a shot of Benadryl. I don't even know where. <laughs> and I went, I was like, I'm going back to the tailgate. I paid my money for my liquor. <laughs> And made it to halftime. Somebody, I don't even know who, got me home and into bed. I was like, because I wanted to see if our um, candidate was crowned for homecoming. And that's the only reason I made it to halftime. And then I don't think I woke up until six or seven that night. And that was like at noon. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to. Sorry, I'm going to sleep now. Well, it's crazy. You, you, you know, we've, talk, we've talked a lot about the partying side of college. Maybe yeah. we should talk a little bit about the academic side. All too. right, fine. Academics. JG, what, can, can you think of any, like, what, what was like, did you have any, like, big, like, uh, Dead Poet Society kind of awakening teachers or kind of moments like that? Sort of, you know, uh, I majored in English and there were two uh, teachers in particular that were kind of uh, unorthodox, uh, (laughs) non-traditional types uh, that were, uh, one was in particular very, very funny. Um, One of them, uh, you know, was the type of guy that liked me, but like always gave me a hard time. Mm -hmm. You know, it was kind of like, you know what I mean? Like when you have a good rapport with someone and they give you a hard time and I'll never forget what he said to me the day uh, of my graduation mm-hmm. uh, when he shook my hand afterward. Um, I don't know how far I should go with this, but basically, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. When he shook my hand, he said uh, something like this. Uh, so are you going to make us proud now as the editor of a particular magazine that people like maybe uh, Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg have been on the cover of that <laughs> is not Rolling Stones? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, we know the magazine. McCall's. McCall's. Okay. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, okay, thanks. You know, like, like right. I found it funny, but then I walked away thinking, I was like, wait a minute, man. Is that really what you think of me? Like, you know, like, <laughs> good job in your class. You know, um, but uh, teachers like that, um, I know we've talked a lot about the theater director yes. before. And, and really, man, that guy really is awesome. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would say him, honestly. Yeah. And I wasn't even a theater major um, because here's the deal. I met him when I was in high school oh, because really? he actually judged me at a festival. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to West Liberty, he remembered the part I played even and spoke to me and, you know, yeah. said, hey, you know, uh, you know, come audition or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we still, to this day, you know, speak via social network. You know, yes. like he uh, he wrote one of my three letters of uh, reference in order to be a teacher in the county. Like he oh, was nice. one of the people that wrote my recommendation. Um, when he found out that I was doing this play currently, you know, he gave me words of encouragement. You know, it's great to mm-hmm. see you still involved, so, you know. It's got to be him, our theater director. He's amazing. He was, he was at great. Our and wedding. I took class. <laughs> yeah. 
right. He was right. at our wedding because like, he was he was that person probably for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of turned like, me because I was an English major also, but I switched to being a theater major a lot because right. of right. And, and I I have I'm like nine hours from a theater minor because I kind of like like whenever I needed hours to be full time and there was nothing else I needed, mm-hmm. I would take a theater class. Right. Oh yeah. Bill and I had a, a playwriting class together for goodness sake. You know, right. like oh, yeah. which was really cool by the way. Oh yeah, um, I, I love that and, class. I I just found some of my cl- plays from that class uh, when we were uh, moving and everything. Yeah, I've still got mine in a box in our garage. You know, nice. I wrote crap, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, but you wrote fun. it. Like, I wrote it. It's mine. No one can take it away from me. You know. Right. Um, but I remember the. You know, even I even remember the the one that I wrote that he liked the most, and it was about uh, two people waiting in line for uh, journey tickets, and someone making fun of them because, like, you know, journey was out then twenty years. Like, you know, like right. yeah. they weren't in when we were in college. You know, they were. You know, and and I still even remember the notes he wrote on. Like, I love this because the journey tickets could be anything. It could be a Remington rifle. It could be. You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like. Man, what an interesting dude, you know? Yeah, he, and, he and was one of those he was rough. one of those teachers that I always loved uh writing stuff for, like essays or plays or anything else like that, because he always had such interesting notes and they made you kind of think about what you'd written in like right. a whole new way too. Well yeah. I just yeah. all of his feedback on anything, because I mostly I didn't have a lot of the writing stuff, but I had more of the performance. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was taking I was probably intro to acting or something. And he's basically was like, why are you in here? Like, this isn't, Oh, he's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I kind of think I want to act now. And he completely started um, teaching me different Mm -hmm. and treating me different. And I could tell um, scoring everything I did harder. I, cause it pushed me to work harder. And you know, that's what you really want in a teacher is Mm -hmm. someone who's actually going to push you and, but motivate you at the same time. Yeah. And he, right. Exactly. mm -hmm. He's definitely one of those guys too, that just has sort of like a natural curiosity. Like you'd walk into class and you'd, be wearing some weird t-shirt and he'd be like oh what, what about that, that t-shirt that? like yes. like who's that what's that you tell know. me about it yes. <laughs> you know loved it jr we'll call him yes we'll go with jr for sure okay Emery, did you have a oh love it um let's see um do you have any regrets with Westlip. Regrets. Any, th- any classes you wish you'd have taken, experiences you wish you'd have done, things that you did that you really wish you could have taken back. <laughs> hmm. Or is it all just a part of the experience which made you who you are? Well, I – okay. Th- this is nothing – personal against um, the person I was involved with because she is actually a full friend of mine and a wonderful person who went through some rough spells. But right. if I could do it over again, I probably wouldn't have gone to college with a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, cause it, You know, like the girlfriend back home and, yeah. uh, you know, because, but at the same time though, it, it's kind of like the butterfly effect thing or whatever, you know, right. like the domino effect. Like maybe I wouldn't be where I am right now, you know, with the wife I have now and my son and my, mm-hmm. you know, if I had gone to college as a single man, okay? So, um, but it really did feel, you know, at the time it wasn't a big deal. But when I look back on it, I'm like, man, that was very kind of like, it wasn't very liberating, you know, because, you know, sometimes these parties would get crazy and sometimes even, uh, 
you know, this guy even gets a, this weird looking dude that I am even gets some weird, you know, or girl out of my league at the party all, all over me that I'm like, look, oh, I got a girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, and, and it happened a handful of times. And I'm like, now I look back, I'm like, man, I'm 19, <laughs> 20, like, I, like, I should have been like all over that, like right, right on rice, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, what, what's wrong with you? And then I'm like, but I was also like, you know, oh, I got a girlfriend and right. my friends were always amazed because like, man, you were really, really drunk at that party and you still were like, oh, I can't be here, you know? Right. And, and I'm like, yeah, I know, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's but def- that, that, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I wouldn't recommend that to, to younger listeners. If but, you know, yeah. at the same time, I don't want like two high school sweethearts, you know, like somebody listens to your podcast who's getting ready to go to college, like, hmm. like some jaded girl is like, that SOB on the podcast told my boyfriend to break up with me before he went to college. You know? uh, right. Because, you know what, different strokes, different folks, man. I mean, you know, I know people that are like, have been together since seventh grade. You know, but yeah, it's but crazy. For, for me, it was for me. I feel like I might have missed out on some things, you know, that I and, and some wild weekends that I wasn't there for, right? You know, because I always went home. You know, I, I was too, I was too busy living in the past and not living in the, in, in the now. You know, so yeah, that, that was probably that. You know, that, that's a big part of what college is. You know, is it's kind of a it, kind of embracing the next stage in your life. And you know, if you have like remnants of your old life ha- hanging around, it can it'd be kind of limiting sometimes. Yeah. What about was, you, Emory? What about you, Emory? Did you have any regrets? Um, regrets. I've had a few. I actually think I'd have been a little bit more. Um, I don't know, aggressive, open, not as quiet and timid which i know it doesn't seem like i really am a quiet and timid person but i was pretty i still sheltered myself um a little bit and you know i may not have gone after a person that i wanted to go after or you know gone out somewhere or gone to an audition or something like that i know there were things that i should have done could have done yeah but i just didn't because i still I have low self-esteem, <laughs> so that really was a bit of an issue. Um, I also had a really crappy roommate my first semester of college, <laughs> so um, that probably caused some of that mm-hmm. bad self-esteem that semester. But no, I just wish I'd have tried a few more things, tried a few more different things, and maybe um, – you know, I, I had the sorority girls and I had the theater people, but maybe to have made a few more friends outside of that even yeah. would have been, you know, not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, those were two very specific groups of people and yeah. there were others there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Bill, uh, any regrets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, Did yours involve jungle juice too? Because I will regret that day forever. I at times. At, at times. times. <laughs> I, no, no, but probably my biggest regret. And again, you know, if this hadn't happened, I wouldn't be the person I am now, etc., uh-huh. etc. Et Which but, girl is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there, there were there were girls involved, but uh, <laughs> I bet I know. I bet I know. I bet I know. <laughs> I see JG like sitting in his chair, like raising his hand, bouncing up and down with that one. You know, we won't get into the story. Yep. I, I'm just gonna. Say one word, JG, and I, tell me if if you were there, you remember this Pegasus? Do you remember that? <laughs> I, I guess so. I, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna guess. So. Why? <laughs> yeah, Why? we'll talk. Do about I know that. this story? I uh, know you don't. I'll tell you about it off. <gasps> A air. story I don't know. Yeah, I'll tell you about it off air. It's not. It's not one for on the air. <laughs> 
but, uh, this is not universe box appropriate. No, no but <laughs> there was a time in college. It, it was like a, a really hard uh, semester for me. Like I, I had a, a bad breakup. Uh, yes, with, I remember that one. Yeah, a bad breakup. Uh, my grandfather died. Uh, some other stuff happened. I kind of had like a kind of like a nervous breakdown, meltdown sort of thing, and mm-hmm. completely abandoned. Like I had a really good part in yes. uh, of Mice and Men. I dropped out. Oh. Dropped out of my my directing class with Riley. I like I, I failed an English class I was taking because I was doing an English minor at the time, and just completely kind of like screwed myself, I guess, yeah. uh, for 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 the theater major. So I thought. Yeah. And uh, I. You know, I, I think I, it, it worked out okay because I ended up kind of refocusing, coming back, doing the broadcasting stuff, which has led me to my career now, you know, doing video production and everything. But mm-hmm. I, I still kind of regret kind of completely just like – Abandoning life that semester? Abandoning life, messing everything <laughs> up, dyeing my hair black and letting it grow eight inches out, you know, oh, gaining 20 hair. pounds. Uh, oh, that hair was awful. Lots of substance abuse. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, he formed a band called My Chemical Romance. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, but yeah, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm being a jerk. No, it's fine, man. It's, it's what we're fine. here for. And, and uh, I, I, I think I think we were still rooming together that semester too, weren't we? Oh, poor JG. Uh, we were. We were. Yeah. 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 Things were not. You, you were not happy. You no. know, and but you know that we we all have that stuff, you know, man. Like mm-hmm. it, it's. I'm not going to sit here and say the entire experience was always 100 percent awesome. No. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have those ups and downs. You know, yeah. that's life. And uh, hey, you know, it sounds cliche, but it's all learning experience. You know. Yep. So, and really, yeah. if you're going to have a crazy meltdown time, it might as well be in college because everybody's having a crazy meltdown time at some mm-hmm. point. Pretty sure I did the, the bl- dye your hair black thing and go all partially Definitely. emo. Well, I, I always <laughs> when we were in college, I always used to quote uh, the South Park guys. Uh, what was the line? Uh, There's a time and a place for everything, and that's college. Yep. Yeah. So, right. Sounds about right. So, uh, use college to get it out of your system. Hey, JG, do you remember that that weird black mold we had in our shower in Beta? <gasps> you had the black mold. Like, because we sh- had black mold. Oh. Yeah, our shower wouldn't I remember shut one off time, all the way. Bill wasn't there, and my mother came up, and my mom like walked into our bathroom. It was like, okay, you need to either move out of this room, or you need to do something about that mold because that stuff can literally kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because it was in what was that other dorm? The one way up all by itself on the opposite end of campus. Oh, I know the one you're talking Hughes about. Hall. Hughes. Yeah, Hughes. They Hughes had the Hall. black mold the too. Dorm. The what? Right. The haunted door. The ha- oh, it's haunted? I didn't know Or so that. the legend goes, oh. the third and fifth floors were allegedly haunted. Oh. But something I got to say about that black mold room, though, because yeah. Bill will remember this, too. And I remember because we both looked at each other like, huh? Like, <laughs> we had this this guy that lived, like, on the other side of us through the bathroom. Yes. But, like, on, a, on account of the black mold, he refused to shower there, right? Mm-hmm. So one time he said to Bill and I, and I quote, I just wash off in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill and I were like, Oh, that's gross! You, you just don't shower. You just mm-hmm. like throw it in there. Like, what, like what do you wash off? Here? That guy <laughs> was an odd dude, man. Like he he was he was very odd, very odd. Like I, I I think I partied with him once or twice, but he was a very odd dude, very odd dude. Yeah, he was the guy that like whenever everybody get drunk, like like 
in, in Ryan's room, like Ryan had like the markers that were like, you know, you could like see under black lights, but you uh, couldn't see what the lights were on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And people were like writing on the walls. The first time the guy ever came and hung out with us, he just drew like a giant, like Dragon Ball Z character. And Ryan's like, who the hell is this guy? I'm like, his name is XYZ. I don't want to say it. And yeah. he washes off in the sink. Sink <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. Oh, that's funny. You know, but then maybe he had more sense than all of us because, you know, black mold or not, we were showering in there. (laughs) You know what? It's fine, though, because, I mean, it didn't do any, like, permanent damage to my respiratory system (laughs) or anything. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, but you know what? We're going to see one of those commercials here in a couple years. It's like... Did you live in Beta Hall within the years of, you know, blah, 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 blah. If so, contact the law offices of, blah, 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 you know. Yes. <laughs> You'll be getting a settlement of $12. Yeah, 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 right, right. I remember. We're going to own this storm. Be- before the mold got too bad in that bathroom, actually, I like I uh, I basically I, I I couldn't really even go home for like holidays a lot mm-hmm. and stuff because I didn't have a great relationship with my parents. So I, I stayed in the dorm room over I think it was Thanksgiving break for like oh. a week by myself. And they came through and did inspections on all the rooms. Uh, and I had to hide in that bathroom with the black mold problem for like an hour waiting because once I heard them like start doing the inspections on our floor, I just like kind of huddled up <laughs> in the bathtub. Yes. Find the shower curtain, like hoping they wouldn't peek in there. And uh, yeah, you were allowed to sign a form that you were staying. They wouldn't let me do it. Why? I forget why. It was something about like I wasn't emancipated. It was the same reason I had issues with like my financial aid. That's crazy because I stayed because I was working at Ogilvy. I, I think and it, I, I think was it had to, to stay. I think it had to do with the fact that my parents' like home address that they had on file was in, in Wheeling too, so it was like wow. right down the road. Uh, that's, that probably was it. Yeah, so I think, I think mine I was in Cleveland, so too. I was able to be like, "Hi, I work at Ogilvy, and they won't <laughs> let me off for holidays. They chained me to this uh, restaurant." All right, uh, guys. Why? Well, I think I think I think we've uh, covered college pretty well. Do you have yeah. any other? No. Yeah. yeah. Could- but what we talked about was better than any of the questions I had. But but I mean, you, you know, you get us talking. We could do like a four hour episode just we on seriously West could. Lib. We seriously and, could. And, uh, oh yeah. Then another after hours censored for patrons only one uh, where we get into the story <laughs> oh, about they... Pegasus. Uh, yeah, but... and I'll also actually tell you the exact magazine that the guy said to me on the day of my graduation, as opposed to putting these really not so cryptic clues out there for you. <laughs> no, it was McCall's, right? <laughs> it was McCall's. totally McCall's. <laughs> <laughs> it was Redbook, man. I mean, you know, like... <laughs> okay, so before we throw, before yes. we uh, throw back to future us, JGI, I, you, you have a Twitter presence now. Where can people find you on Twitter and they bug you on Twitter to tweet more? You can tweet me at. J. Jason George. J. Jason George. J. Jason George. J. Jason yep. George. And, and we'll, ha- we'll have a link to that in the show notes, too. But Absolutely. As always, man, I, you know, you're on here because uh, our storytellers wanted you on here. They yes. requested you they during requested the planning JG. session. So uh, glad we were able to get you on and everything. And I guess we'll go ahead and throw it back to Anne-Marie and Bill in the future. Take it away, guys. What's, what's and we're back. Sorry, yawning. <laughs> yes, we're back. It's uh, getting late. Well, it was a very long, long video too. Yeah, we're back. I, we were gonna. I, I did mean to play the uh, the little clip of us at West Liberty from uh, the home episode. <gasps> oh, but, but I, then you forgot. 
But then I forgot, so we're not going to do that. Good job. I know, but yes, we're back. What are we doing now? It's ah, ah, ah. my part. No, but I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, that long conversation with JG. I, very entertaining, though. Yes, very entertaining. It was. I love I love listening to JG laugh at us and chuckle <laughs> when he knows what's coming, but it's things that we can't speak mm-hmm. of on air. <laughs> yeah, and we we got a lot of uh, actually, Anne Marie. Do you want to read the story from Bobby in the chat room? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So when I was in high school, I left with some friends to quote-unquote a party we heard about my friend left to get some beer and left me and one other guy there we slowly realized we had been left at a 12 year old's birthday party my friend didn't come back to get us for three hours three hours that's that pretty intense insane super intense okay Anne maria we have we have uh, one more segment here then the idea box and the feedback mm. then we're out okay super long episode but, time. Uh, okay yeah recipe box what's up with recipe, recipe box? box okay so no one ever thinks of gourmet food when it comes to college but my experiences were no exception so here are some of my favorite recipes that you can make in the dorms okay see they may not all just be like food recipes there's a lot of drinking recipes too okay Step one, jungle juice. You may have heard us speak about jungle juice. Um, but like I said in the video, um, I lived a pretty sheltered life in high school, mostly of my own doing. So I knew nothing of all the fun drinks when I got to college. However, I quickly learned about jungle juice. This is one of the easiest and easy to adapt and change punches that you could ever make. And will also knock you on your hur um, So <laughs> for this, you would need a cooler, a bag of ice, some cut up fruit, berries, and melon are wonderful. Mm-hmm. A bottle of Everclear, don't ask Hope about it. Um, <laughs> a bottle of vodka and Hawaiian punch. At least this is how I make my jungle juice. I know there are lots and lots of regional variations in college to college. So mm-hmm. step one, add the fruit to the cooler. Bloop. Step two, pour in Everclear and vodka. Step three, add in your Hawaiian punch to taste. And step four, add the ice to cool and hopefully water down the stinking beverage. Um, it's best if you make it ahead of time so that the fruit has time to soak up all the alcohol. So usually around the last hour, two hours of the party, you would just see people standing around eating the fruit. This is the worst time to eat the fruit, people. Mm-hmm. It will kill you. Don't <laughs> eat the fruit. Because Everclear is dangerous and scary, yes, and I it believe it's, it's illegal in some states. It is not just vodka. It is not, but I, t- I like to mix it with the vodka. The vodka. Okay. Number two in the recipe box is Jello shots. Duh. Um, it's another one of my favorites. This is also very easy, but much easier if you have a full-size fridge versus your dorm fridge, just because it makes a large quantity. Um, let's see. So you'll need Jello mix. I usually got the sugar-free. Uh, water, alcohol, which I usually <laughs> did vodka and pl- also known as alcohol, alcohol. Yes. Uh, plastic shot glasses with lids. Um, I, my preferred flavor is orange jello with orange vodka. Um, I actually think I won a bottle of orange vodka, like a gigantic bottle of orange vodka. So mm-hmm. I think I drank it for a semester. Yeah. Um, including making at least one round of jello shots. <laughs> so this one is really, really easy. Follow the directions on the jello, except when you get to adding the cold water, add the alcohol. And give that puppy a stir and stir and stir. And then you'll separate it out, put the lids on and freeze it or 
put in the fridge. Um, like I said, I just do orange because it's nice and easy. People have there's so many different flavors of vodka now that mm-hmm. you could literally do anything. Um, but I know people have made margaritas with lime jello, tequila, and triple sec, which sounds absolutely divine. Mm-hmm. I think what you do is you just use lime vodka. Nope, nope, not lime vodka. Lime jello. And then, because it's usually like a cup of um, cold water, so you use three quarters tequila and one quarter triple sec. Yep. And yes, you can still ice the or not ice salt. One beer, <laughs> one beer. I can't speak. I will say that Michael Lucero says that. Oh, uh, I haven't been looking to see if he uh, je- him and his wife <gasps> at Jello shots. I want dangerous. Yes. I love I love them pumpkin spice Jello shots. Yes, Bobby, I'm in on that. So once premiere party, um, let's see. Hold on, wait, wrong. Oh, I will also say that Hope says that a rice cooker saved her in college. It boils the water for pasta, could make rice, and it had a, a raised part to steam veggies in. Interesting. Yeah, very very interesting. I feel like we weren't allowed to have things like that, mm-hmm. or we didn't think that far ahead. Um, but yes, so that's how you make Jello shots. Yeah, and now, we'll have all these recipes in the show notes at Universe Box. Dot com recipes that really just throw stuff together <laughs> and mix it up step three or not step three um recipe number three is ramen mac and cheese Yes. Okay, so this recipe combines two of the most common bolo sodium, bolo sodium, bolo yummy. Um, uh, th- two most common college foods: ramen and mac and cheese. I really did probably live on this for my junior year when I learned about adding cheese to ramen. Before mm-hmm. that, I just ate ramen because it was ramen. I knew no better. But then uh, Helena, yes, Helena, uh, introduced Helena. me to Helena. Yeah, I knew a Helena and a Helena, <laughs> so I really just was like, "Hey, you." Um, but I lived on this after she told me to add cheese to it. So you'll need ramen and choose your favorite flavor, but I always choose some sort of variation of chicken. Uh, cheese shredded or sliced works really good. I'm sure you could pull, pull apart a string cheese if you needed to. Water and spicy mustard. So what I would do is I would crumble the ramen into your favorite mug. This guy, typically this guy. Um, cover it with just enough water to cook and heat it in the microwave for one and a half to two minutes um, or until the noodles are cooked to what you like because some people like really crunchy ramen. I, however, do not. It's the Italian in me. <laughs> so then I drain almost all of the water, just still leave a little bit so that the seasonings can mix. Oh, yes. Before you put it in the microwave, add the seasoning packet. Mm. Some people do that after. I like to do it before so it's in the water and it soaks into and the it noodle. Soaks in, yeah. It soaks into the noodle. Uh, I learned that one in high school. <laughs> um, so then after you drain all the drain most of the water up, give a big squirt of uh, the spicy mustard and then add as much cheese as you like. Give that puppy a mix and there you go. And that's actually what I ate for dinner tonight because I remembered <laughs> I had ramen. <laughs> Um, I was going to do a bonus. This was actually supposed well, to be – Actually, you know what? I, I do have one little mac and cheese recipe I used to use. Uh, and okay. It was, it, it was if uh, – because I didn't have access to a stove or any way to heat water or anything like that. You didn't have a microwave? Oh, I did have a microwave. Yeah, heat water in a microwave. But they, that wasn't good for – because it was be, right before they came out with Easy Mac – uh, and I needed a way to make mac and cheese in the microwave. Gotcha. So what I would do is I would take a big bowl and I'd, I'd get just a box of macaroni and cheese, dump it in there, uh-huh. put in as much water as they said to bo- you would need to boil it on the stove, mm-hmm. cook it for six and a half minutes, and uh, then it, it would evaporate all the water. It would absorb into the mac- macaroni mm-hmm. and then put the cheese and like a ton of butter because I had like – you know, you can keep butter warm as long as it's covered. Uh-huh. So I, I didn't have a fridge in my dorm. So that's – I didn't have any milk 
milk or anything. So I would just put butter. tons of butter in it, which probably why I have heart problems now. It is probably why you have our yeah, And then this bonus here? Uh, the bonus, because this was supposed to be a video, but I got into a fight with the camera and it didn't <laughs> want to record me. Um, chocolate peanut butter mug cake. Mm. Um, so simple. No, I mean, it's some slightly random ingredients for a dorm, like, you know, flour. But if you just get a little thing of flour, sorry. <laughs> um, but you can steal like sugar packets from the calf. Honey, you can get milk. I'm sure they'll let you take a milk to go. And who doesn't have peanut butter? Uh, chocolate chips. Yes, those are things we live on. And you can make a peanut butter mug, chocolate mug cake. Uh, so the recipe, like we said, is going to be in the show notes. Yes, it's and that's, delicious. Uh, it's the one from fiveheartathome.com. Yeah, I just sort of picked one that I liked. Yeah, but all <laughs> sorts of little recipes there for, mm. for your dorm, for your dormitory life. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so next up we have the idea box, which is where you guys submit questions for us and, well, you guys in the chat room to answer. Uh, if you want to submit some ideas for us, uh, some questions for us to talk about, all you have to do is go over to universebox.com. Slash idea box. There's a little form here. Type in your idea. I'm just going to type in idea. Idea. If I can type. type in. And uh, then click submit. And boom, we have it uh, to where we can discuss it with all of you. And we have a few here tonight uh, real quick. And uh, just a few. And we'll go ahead and post these in the chat room so you guys can answer them too. First off. What's the best class you ever took, Anne-Marie? Um, intro to acting with Holly at Cleveland State. Mm-hmm. Um, when I transferred schools from West Lib to Cleveland State, which I haven't talked about pretty much at all tonight. Yeah. Um, I My records didn't – West Lib didn't want to release my transcripts for a while. Mm-hmm. And so my – classes i couldn't get credit for my classes towards my degree in cleveland so i had basically my entire first semester there i had to retake classes i'd already taken mm-hmm. so i had to take it i took intro to acting again and i took it with holly Hulsinger and um crazy eyes is insane i love her she's amazing and very inspiring and motivating but she'll tell you when you're wrong mm-hmm. and she'll tell you when you suck and that's what you need to hear as an actor. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. Uh, Angel says, uh, well, it was a really intense class. My favorite class was a psychology of trauma class. And uh, Bobby says, history oh. of film or intro to film production. Nice. I, Angel also mentions that uh, she also liked a uh, direct learning psychology class, which were, she, where she was basically a TA with about 20 other students, <laughs> which is always fun. Sorry. I'm really sorry, guys. Like school started this week. So... <laughs> But uh, let's see. My favorite class. You know what? I'm going to say uh, I took a, a creative – it was probably like my third year at Westlib, I think. Uh-huh. I took a creative writing class oh. with uh, Miss Paulus. I don't even know that name. Yeah, and it was basically just like a short story prose class. Actually, Ooh. if you guys know uh, my Dog Boy books, I wrote the no, original – nobody's ever heard of Dog Boy. <laughs> I wrote the original Dog Boy short story in that class along with a bunch of other ones. And it kind of like really ignited my love for writing mm. and really kind of eventually led me to moving out to LA and everything and you know that whole deal so yeah that went well that was probably my favorite class uh nice let's see Hope says uh my playwriting capstone unlike the other capstones it was a year long instead of a semester it was so rewarding Uh, my creative writing classes for my minor are a very close second especially my nonfiction class I don't write nonfiction, so it made me step out of outside of my box and I learned uh the most from it and uh, Michael Lucera says probably an English class not sure which one nice okay so Anne-Marie uh-huh. What's your favorite college campus you've been on where you weren't a student? 
Um, <laughs> WVU or Kent? WVU or Kent? Uh-huh. Um, WVU, uh, West Virginia University. I actually was more down there when my brother was going to school because mm-hmm. um, I'm the only one in my family who didn't go to WVU for anything. Yeah. Um, I actually considered going to grad school there partially because I felt I missed out on something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked that campus. Not ju- It had like the really nice sections, but then it had the, like, the really trashy sections. And if you read that article, about like the stupid rape culture stuff um wv was name checked in it so that's awesome but that was the skeezy part of town there was a good part of town um then at kent state in i don't even i think it's actually kent um in ohio i almost transferred there when i transferred to cleveland state and i just absolutely mm-hmm. love that campus but yeah I, we went there to see a show when we were we did yeah. that cassie was directing mm-hmm. um a girl that i'd acted with was going there and she invited us to her one of her like directing finals or something mm-hmm. and it was awesome but they had changed their program mm-hmm. and when i'd have been transferred in they weren't doing a straight acting program anymore so i was like no because i don't sing (laughs) you know this i don't sing so i didn't end up going there went to cleveland yeah like well for me like i don't i don't think i really uh had a good experience there overall over the course of my visit there Mm but i probably my favorite one uh college campus i ever went to was a penn state oh really yeah yeah i don't think i've ever actually been to penn state yeah in in state college it's just like just a huge campus and a huge Mm -hmm. like kind of scene with karaoke and it was the first place i ever saw those like projection billboards on the sidewalk and uh-huh. it, it was just a really neat place uh let's see here uh michael lucero says uh well i've been on the college of charleston campus before i was a student there does that count it's a beautiful place sure oh and Nart, knight raf says uh, computer forensics was his favorite class nice. uh bobby says ringling school of art and design i've never heard of that i've never heard of i've either. heard of ringling brother yeah and uh hope says uh her best friend went to uh Brunel university Brunel. i've uh, heard of that one but i attended a two-week uh, theater camp there too it's a gorgeous campus with old mossy southern trees gazebos and you pretty much stepped into the early 1900s nice i'd like that yeah and uh, michael uh, goes on to say that the college of charleston that's kind of what that feels like too <laughs> okay so Anne marie last question <laughs> sorry sorry what's the most important lesson college ever taught you um step outside your comfort zone mm-hmm. and always drink water always drink water. <laughs> <laughs> always drink water always mm-hmm. before going to bed drink water and and eat saltines with spray butter. I'm showing a little bit of um, Michael's college campus on here oh, right now. It's very beautiful. It's so pretty. Um, but yeah, no, step outside your comfort zone. Do something that makes you nervous. Make Do something you've never done before because that's the last time you really can. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there are so many things I wish I could have done or would could do now, but hi, three small people that I'm responsible for all of their well-being. Yeah. Uh, I can't do. I can't do stuff like that anymore. I mm-hmm. can't just take off for a week to go try some auditions. Yeah. yeah. So do things. Those <laughs> of you still in college or going back to college or not married with children, go do things. Mm-hmm. And then tell me how fun it is so I can be jealous of you. <laughs> You? Okay. As for me, uh, probably uh, uh, learning to like kind kind of uh, synergize various aspects of 
study, you know, like learning that, yes, you're taking this English class and it's boring and you don't want to be there. This isn't a specific example for me or anything, but, but the thing is like that English class, if you're an engineering student, stuff you learn in that English class can apply to engineering. The engineering stuff can apply to English. Math can teach you a lot about music. Uh, Theater can teach you a lot about business. You know, I, I mean, the, the, you're taking one class on one subject, but the principles you learn in any particular class can be applied to like your concentration, your career, any other class you're taking. And a, a lot of the most fun experiences I ever had in college was like, you know, uh, taking a poetry class and then going and writing a poem for my journalism class, you know, for a review. Interesting. You know, stuff like that. Uh, just kind of like mixing and matching and kind of kind of uh, uh, synthesizing everything out into your your thing, your own identity, right. which I, I think we saw a bit in uh, Goodwill Hunting, too, yeah. uh, I, that, that kind of argument being brought up. Uh, ho- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Hope says, don't take yourself too seriously. Take care of your teeth or when you're almost 30, your budget will hate you. Or when you're over 30 and you still haven't tended to them. That guy, French fry. Um, <laughs> Michael Lucero says, sometimes you just need to drop a class. Know when you're in over your head. Been there done that Definitely. should have got a t-shirt Definitely. yeah yeah and i i i would say don't take a class before 10 a.m. ever yeah try not to <laughs> Okay, so I guess uh, it, we're, we're going to get into uh, some, some listener feedback here in, in just a moment. But first, we have to find out what's in the box for next week, Anne-Marie. Oh, what's in the, hold on, wait. The box is hidden under my desk. Dun, 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 dun. Where is it? Dun, 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 dun. Where could it be? Oh, there's the little box. What's in it? It's what a horrible is it? song that you're singing. What is it? it? What is it? Games! Yes, next week on Universe Box, next week Universe Box rolls <laughs> the dice. Uh, set up the board so we can talk about tabletop on next week's Universe Box. What's your favorite tabletop game? Did your family have a game night? Uh, ever create your own game? Uh, tell us how you lost your best friend over a game of Monopoly. Oh, We're talking tabletop next week on Universe Box. Does anybody here know how to play this? Anybody? 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 Uh, no, but we did have uh, Michael Lucero and Bobby in the chat room over this weekend. And- and Ryan and Night RAF uh, to play a bunch of tabletop games. Ninety uh, percent of it is completely awful. There is uh, one entire mm-hmm. game that I think you're going to have to cut out. Possibly, possibly. very possibly. <laughs> no, but we're going to cut it down into like the best hour of of game stuff ever. Right. I, oh, by the way, hope I see that in there. Thank you, yeah, because it is. We, getting I think late. we might have to do that. I'm yeah, sorry. We'll, we'll just put it in the leftovers episode in a few yes. weeks. Okay, but uh, we, we do uh, want to get to uh, the stories you guys submitted for this week, and you can always submit those to you. Show at gmail.com. You can tweet them to us at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash the universe box. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. You can find all that information at universebox.com as well. First up, uh, we have uh, Michael, I believe, talking about uh, some, some online classes, right, I think? Mm-hmm. I believe. Okay, take it away, Michael. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie. It's Hello. Michael. Uh, hey. I don't have a lot of uh, fun college uh, experiences to talk about, mostly because uh, I have been taking most of my college classes online. Uh, it's something that's been pretty college and uh, pretty common for a while in the college world. Uh, online classes are offered uh, for a lot of subjects. Uh, almost any prereqs uh, can be taken in the form of online classes and even some major specific ones as well. Uh, they work really well for people who maybe have fuller schedules and don't have enough time to actually drive to a college and sit mm-hmm. through a lecture, uh, since all the coursework can be done at home on your own time. Um, most, Like I said, most of my classes have been online. 
Uh, the only ones I haven't really taken online are uh, foreign language. Uh, and actually, I just tr- transferred to College of Charleston, where I'll be taking uh, most of my classes in person. Um, unfortunately, uh, I think there's strengths and weaknesses to both formats and some people will do better in one while others will do better in the other. Uh, the benefits of in-person classes, of course, are, uh, structure and the actual presence, uh, access to a professor. Uh, with in-person, you have a definite time and place where you have to be, which is helpful for people who aren't as good at time management and tend to procrastinate a little more. <laughs> uh, you also have, uh, the ability to talk directly to professors if you don't understand something, uh, which is still possible in online classes, but it's uh, it's really easy to uh, miscommunicate if you're not speaking to somebody direct and in person. But on the other hand, if you're uh, good at managing your own time and your own schedule, uh, online classes can be a great thing. Uh, all the reading, the coursework, the tests, and the lectures can all be done at your own pace, within certain deadlines, of course, and at your own leisure, fitting whatever is best for your own schedule or whims. Uh, you also don't have to sit through hours of lectures on material you've already read about in your textbook and already taken notes on, and that can be really helpful for some people. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm starting uh, in-person classes now. I'm taking archaeology and uh, symbolic logic. Uh, I'm going to try to take some online classes, but I just don't know how many, uh, College of Charleston has available. So I don't know, maybe I'll have some, uh, interesting college stories to tell in, uh, the future. <laughs> uh, maybe for another leftover episodes, but for now, Excellent. I Where just think, uh, online classes are a really interesting uh, aspect of the college experience that a lot of people don't really talk about. And probably for a good reason, because there's not really as many, uh, fun stories you can tell. You can't, uh, play beer pong by yourself at a computer, even if everybody else is in the chat room. It's just not something that works out, but, uh, it can be beneficial. And I just thought it might be worth discussing. All right. Uh, take care and, uh, can't wait to hear the show. Thank you very much, Michael. Mm-hmm. As always, a, a very, very informative uh, voicemail there. Uh, by the way, uh, video watchers, Amory's camera's frozen, but since we're so close to the end of the show... We're not going to fix yeah, it. Yeah, we're just going to let it ride. You okay. can just listen to me. You don't have to look at me. Okay, uh, one more voicemail came in from Woo. Take it away, Woo! Woo! Good college. I have to say, I looked on it quite fondly. This was the first time in my life that I ever felt that I could chart my own course and choose my place in the world. And it was the first time that I ever really enjoyed going to classes because I really didn't like that in junior high and I really didn't like that in high school. Of course, the usual stereotypes of college took place, the parties, the cliques. But unlike high school, you really couldn't avoid the cliques, but you could in college. And that's basically what I did. I really kept to myself. The one thing, if I could go back and change my undergrad career, is I would have enjoyed it more. I would have been a little bit more gregarious, a little bit more outgoing in terms of, you know, having more of a social life. Because it really was quite easy to make friends in college, more so than in high school. I did have a lot of fun my senior year, but of course everybody had fun in their senior year because it's your senior year. (laughs) I I don't mean to be a downer, but... I think what happens to a lot of people didn't happen to me because I really have no freedom in my life, hardly ever. Not true freedom where I don't really have to, um, how do I put this? Everybody has freedom in college. And I think people took freedom a little bit too far. 
And I think this is why a lot of people developed, you know, issues or abuse problems with with substances and with ended personality defects that started in college. Because when you were a kid, before college, you had your parents there to be kind of like the thing that kept you on the ground, that kept you kind of grounded or was supposed to anyway. And in college, you really didn't have any kind of real consequences in terms of not of not going to sleep or drinking a little too much or you know there were no real consequences in terms of somebody telling you not to do that sort of thing so you know unfortunately that happens in college but i think the one thing that i take away from college is i really understood who i'm I was going to be as a man and put a lot of things in my life in perspective. Maybe the most transformative period of my life. That's what I remember about college. Thank you very much, Wu. Yeah, definitely. And and yeah, you know, we we did make a lot light of it and a lot of uh, romanticized talking about the partying. But yeah, there were people who took it too far, got way messed up. You know, you have to. There's still people that I'm like, guys, it's been a while. Especially if you haven't partied pre-college. Like, if you get into college, take it, take it easy. Ease into it. Do not yeah. go straight for the eggs. One hundred and one. Remember, they can't see you. They can't see me. <laughs> Sadly, but that's okay because we're already here at the takeaways anyway. We're at the takeaways. But I, oh, uh, thank you guys. By the way, if you want to uh, send us some uh, tabletop stuff for next week, That'd be uh, great. Universeboxshow at gmail.com. Twitter's at universe underscore box. Facebook is facebook.com slash the universe box. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Now it's time for some takeaways. What we've learned from this episode. Uh, First of all, college is a new stage in life. Uh, Having regrets isn't the same as wishing things went differently. Okay. It's okay to figure it out as you go. I'm still working on that. And uh, that old classic South Park line, there's a time and a place for everything. And And it's it's college. 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 Excellent. So, uh, Anne-Marie, where can people find your frozen face online? Um, You can find my frozen face on Twitter at AMBSimone. And I just recently started a new blog. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called the Disney Passholder Project at DisneyPassholderProject.wordpress.com. You'll probably see some pictures of me on that blog. You will. Because we've been going to Disney a lot. By the way, if anyone's in the Orlando area. If anyone's in Orlando, please get a hold of us. We're at Disney like every weekend. It's kind of an obsession now. Okay, and as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can pick up my uh, novella, The Trials of King Sparrow, at uh, bit.ly slash King Sparrow. And you can catch us back here next week, live, 8.30 p.m. EST on Thursday night at live.universebox.com. <laughs> Thank you, Hope. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hope <laughs> says, uh, read the, the blog. It's great. So, yeah, I, I guess that about does it. Uh, so, I guess, until next time, remember, remember to, to think out Side. Do not adjust your computer screen. It's your mind we're changing. Stories set to a theme. Think outside. Universe box. That was a long episode, wasn't it, guys? That was a really long episode.